got sort of a traffic cop behind you, <laughs> you know, and they're watching you, and it's like... Make a bit more yeah, progress. You know. But yeah, yeah. That's like, a yeah, copper saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, well, there you go. just Not... don't take the piss in the sort of 30s and 40s, you know. And, but on the opens, they let but, you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's an opener for you. For <laughs> episode 17. We're going, we're going, <laughs> apparently. Thanks. Thanks for the heads up. No heads up. Oh, are we on centre? Why is it you change your body shape every goddamn week? Every week I line up the cameras to suit his girth, and every week he changes his bloody posture to be in a different spot, which makes me question my entire setup. Yeah, it's definitely me, and not the fact that the camera moves every single time. <laughs> no, but I, I base I'm, it off you. Like, I'm like, a mighty morphing human normally, being. You big girth. <laughs> yeah, look, now you're feeling it. It's because you moved your right arm in. You sat like a nun. It's because I was just looking at Matt. I was that's more why. rotated. Yeah, you were more rotated. And I've got a pillow behind me, which makes me... I thought that was, oh, that's not my T-shirt. That's the pillow. Ah, that's why. Right, anyway, it's all good. Welcome to... <laughs> we're talking about how uh, our guest this week, Matt, who will introduce himself properly in a minute, was on a safety course with uh, the motorcycle police, who apparently don't all have must... Well, I wouldn't expect the, must the, the mustaches and side partings to be on the <laughs> motorcycle police. That's more the car guys. The, the motorbike police are usually pretty cool, from my experience. Really, really good they, guys. They kind really of, good guys. Yeah. They, they're, they're still part of the motorbiking community. Absolutely. They very want much. people to ride. Yeah, they do. So yeah. I, I know that they're a little bit more lenient. Yeah, as long yeah, as you're not being yeah. a complete cunt, putting other people at risk. That's absolutely it. Yeah, just yeah. don't be a dick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you put yourself at risk, that's one thing. But when you're putting other people at yeah. risk, yeah. that's when they're like, hey, no, fucko. Yeah. Come on. But um, yeah, there was so you got to go out and ride with the police on this. What was it like? An, like a uh, bike safe. It's um, sort of um, like an advanced rider thing. So after you've done your, your sort of your test and that, uh, that's just one of the advanced rider things that you can do. So so it's actually run um, by this bike safe organisation, which is you know basically police. Riders that take you out. Yeah, you can just yeah, rock yeah. up there thinking bike <laughs> yeah. saving is four yeah. coppers <laughs> waiting like whoa. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, really <laughs> worthwhile if you if you if you're into your bikes and so you know. is the objective just to level up your skills in terms of being a rider or make you more aware of dangers? So just to improve your skill set so yeah. that yeah you're much more aware of reading the road and and like I was told you know it's not about whether you know a road or not it's kind of like you can go down any road and just sort of be looking at it and just take the best line and. Use your yeah, that's the, the big thing with people on bikes is yeah. to hit apex is way too soon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The scary thing with a bike is not scary, but the, the the unnatural thing about a bike is you actually have to go a little bit past where you want to start turning in. Yeah. and drop the bike in later so that you come through the corner at the best line. Whereas if you take the take it too early, you end up hitting hitting the apex too early and cutting over onto the other side of the road, right. or having and then having to chop your throttle and all yeah. sorts of stuff. What you actually do is you only drop the bike in once the road starts to already bend. Whereas with a car, you start turning with the bend. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. Because so, if you think with a bike, car goes around like this, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. A bike comes in and goes like this. Through. Yeah. You're trying to lean it through so it comes out almost. Well, you like, almost don't leave any space to lean. Is that kind of what you're saying? 
no, no, you've got to lean or you die. No, but if you came in too early, you've oh, then you go got no early, space oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah, lean yeah, yeah. into it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah you've so you have lent, to kind of you've left, left, leave it a little you've later. Used space, you've used all yeah, your leaning yeah, space, yeah, because yeah. yeah. you're chopping the corner too soon. Yeah. yeah that, so okay. you kind of, what I learned was you don't start leaning in until you see the lines bend. Yeah. Then yeah. as you get to the line bend, then you start to go. Right. So that's when you start to drop, start dropping it in, which then means it's dropped in as it's already bending. Okay. Whereas if you drop it in, Prior to the line starting to bending, you're already over, and then the corner's there. So okay. you're kind of already coming into it in a turn. Yeah. Uh, but because you're leaving it later than your brain wants to do it, and yeah. you've probably yeah. done it for years yeah, on the absolutely. road already That's, before yeah, you're yeah. taught, don't yeah. do that. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. really like, it's a little nerve-wracking, but then the bike just goes, right, and, and, and it's that, so easy. That's what they were saying as well. Just trust your machine. You know, yeah. sort of uh, the tires are going to be fine. The bike's. I mean, what what was amazing was there were sections of the ride where we flipped it round, so I followed the the, the copper. Well, I, mean, I felt weird, and it was like <laughs> trying to keep up with him. Oh, Honestly, really? so, like re- so smooth. Yeah, and Paul took right as well. You know, no sort of like they won't, Yeah, but yeah, what bike? Incredible. You he uh, he was on a they're on that K twelve hundred Kawasaki fourteen hundred yeah oh. yeah yeah um, what were you what's on the, uh, Speed Twin Triumph, so Triumph Triumph Speed Twin it's yeah. quite right well race well how are your rear set set are they quite racy uh, not too racy not too racy no, but no. are you lent over uh, a little, a little bit quite upright yeah a, a little bit it's little. it's kind of a it's not a sports bike position, but no, it's, it's not, it's not sort of a bobber. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. It is you know. a leanable bike, though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You look at those heavier bikes, the 1200s, 1400s, you don't need to really not be bolt upright because the sheer weight of the machine, just makes once it you go. tip it, it just goes super gotcha. easy. Yeah. Especially when the, because a lot of them now are so, like all the weights low down. Yeah. So they're yeah. really flicker where you shot bump and it goes over like a big boat. Got you. They're actually got you. really quite comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to give them a bit, a bit of a kick around the country ends. You have to do a push, push and pull with them because they're so heavy. But I found it on, on the uprights, it's way easier to actually tip them over than yeah. it is with the sports bikes. With the sports bikes, require you to lean your body weight through, but they'll go around faster yeah, if yeah, you know yeah. how to do it. Yeah. Most people don't, so they end up actually losing pace to the upright <laughs> dudes. But yeah, um, well, there you go. That was, that was a fun little intro. Yeah, you can do some bike safe and have a, have a race around with some coppers. No okay. chance of getting any points. If you're with coppers flying along yeah. and they're like, we gunned told you. Me to. Um, no, you, I was with the crew. I was with your boy. Yeah. I'm basically yeah. a police officer. Yeah, you did not see. Yeah, you surely can't get done when you're out with them. It was hilarious. And the looks I got from fellow bikers going the other way. <laughs> like, look at you like, treat. When, no, when they pulled you up to, to speak to you and tell you, like, the next stage of the... Oh, the they obviously, getting done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so you can, it was hilarious. It was a, oh, and you could play it up. Whenever they pulled yeah, up, yeah. you could be like, what? Like, talking to my... In your Fist helmet, bump. you'd be like, oh, yeah, surely. But out, like, outside, you'd be going, yeah, whatever. Like, flailing your arms like you have a proper thing, and then you just ride off, and everybody's like, you see what he just did? You ride off with one fist in the air, like, legend. <laughs> I'd pay 80 quid just to do that. Yeah. That was brilliant. I do think it is worth doing these bike tests. I haven't done anything, like, advanced after riding. I just go out with more advanced guys than me and... and Badger them, yeah, and then okay. make them yeah, like, yeah. and like teach me, like yeah, show yeah. me your lines, yeah. let me follow you, and then we're on comms as well, so it's really easy. It'll be like, you took that too soon, you turned out late, yeah, and I'm like, did you hit your brakes there? Going out, kind of like, no, I was like, oh, no, I did, I did something mm. wrong then because mm. I had to, so I came in too fast or whatever yeah. it was. A lot of the times, that's it. It's uh, smooth is fast, fast is smooth. Yeah, on bikes, it's yeah. not like a car. You're not looking to uh, speed around a corner. You're looking to hit the corner at a pace and maintain it. Yeah, the corner, and then come out fast to the other side, aren't you? Whereas the cars, you tend to be able to fuck around more in the corner because yeah. you've got four tyres on yeah, the road. Yeah, exactly. That's the difference, bit. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. 
Well, this is going to be go sideways now because it's not a, <laughs> it's not a motorbike podcast. Uh, today we're graced with the presence of the uh, the motorbike traitor who has now joined the police, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he is an occupational therapist. Introduce yourself, sir. Yeah, so I'm Matt, uh, and I'm an occupational therapist working in mental health. So. Worked in mental health for, oh my goodness, uh, quite a number of decades now. Quite many decades. Quite so many years. No, decades. <laughs> decades. Yeah, decades. Yeah, yeah, decades. <laughs> um, and yeah, sort of both adult and uh, child and adolescent mental health. So oh, wow. uh, yeah. And thanks for having me along to, to talk oh, about... No, this going to be yeah, a yeah. big one for people because we chat about mental health. I, I just, our we're idiot, idiots. Just our idiot brains <laughs> just chatting on like, do you feel this way? I feel this way too. Oh, that's a good thing. I don't, I'm not crazy. Uh, but there's a reasoning behind every feeling and sensation. And I um, don't know why I said sensation, wrong word. But if you, we, we discussed this the other week, actually. If you don't find the root cause of issues, if mm. you're only trimming the leaves, yeah, yeah, yeah. it comes back. Yeah, the yeah, leaves absolutely. grow back. Absolutely. So I think root cause finding is going to be a good thing to focus on today. Mm. For, so yeah. I think a lot of people need that kind of, to learn that mechanism. Mm. Uh, I've learned it in certain aspects, definitely over my time, but there's other ones that keep popping back up, which I'm going to bug you with today. Yeah. Live therapy. <laughs> Live therapy. therapy. Yeah. Le- <laughs> if Lex isn't crying by the end of this, I'm going to be disappointed. Dude, you just came out of a Top Gun movie and yeah. I, that teared me up already. Yeah. I'm good to go. Yeah. I am good to go. Always a fully lubricated <laughs> and ready. Hell yeah, I've got... You put that on now, I'm breaking down. So, Matt... He's somebody who trains at my gym. Um, we, how long have I known you now? Uh, it was October Did last you? year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, somebody I've always got on with since you first started. And then when, because I knew what you did initially, then forgot because I've got a brain like a sieve. And then when I re-remembered. Re- <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely a word. Is that a thing? You remembered the remembering? <laughs> yes, I remembered. Like I re-remembered remembering what I re-remembered remembering the thing that I've once forgotten that I then remembered Listen, again. Kids, education is important, but bigger a bicep. <laughs> are a more important detail. He's been on testosterone for two weeks, he's already getting dumber. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, if it could, I didn't think I could get any dumber. <laughs> so after remembering... After re-remembering the remembering. After re-remembering... After going back to the future. Yes. <laughs> and also knowing, because you listen to the crew cast occasionally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, uh, yeah. You're a, a listener as well. I thought... How useful would that be for so many people? Because so I think probably we get messages about all kinds of things, but probably the people that message us the most and definitely the most in-depth messages are the people that are struggling and having issues. Well, we even had a voicemail the other week from yeah. a guy from the Navy who said he didn't realise how much we'd helped him mentally from listening to the podcast, just wow. kind of question things about himself and how he was acting. And it was just us discussing like, oh, I do this. And I realized it was stupid and it actually harmed me doing this and mm-hmm. didn't help me as I thought it was being whatever way, you know, overly defensive with people or uh, not contacting, not making an effort to contact family and friends more yeah. regularly. So yeah. feeling like, you know, I can just deal with this on my own. Simple things that we'd said like that over many episodes had helped him realize, you know, tough Navy guy, do you do it myself? He was like, no, actually, I need to fucking talk to people. Yeah, I yeah, need yeah. to reach back out to that person I've yeah. not spoken to for no good reason. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he w- he'd really, he-, he left a nice voicemail saying, you know, it really helped. And we, we were, it, was a, it was a heartfelt message, wasn't it? And it really, yeah. we, we, we chatted about that for a few hours afterwards. It was a real, like, yeah, elevated us. Those it, connections are so important, though. Yeah. Real connections with people, and I know. think that's what we're lacking in, in yeah, today's society, day and age because everything's through this goddamn thing, you know. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Are staring at that, or we're like 
kids at the moment on these like Oculuses and stuff, they're sucked into this a VR literally world. Literally a different reality. Yeah, they're coming, they're coming yeah, in from schools, going yeah. straight onto these things, and yeah. they're, for, they're forgetting about the outside. Mm. And I have a personal experience, like, you know, someone who's like, kids have been on computers for too much. They've got real temperament problems. Okay. Then they've been off for a week out and about, banned from the computers, turned into different human beings. Yeah. Mm. Because they're outside, fresh air, sunshine, interacting with nature, being back where they should be. And the realization of, oh, there's a whole fucking world out here. And I think we get all a lot like that. Take away the VR, take away that, put four walls around us. It's the same fucking problem. Mm-hmm. And I've had that this week. So I'm really primed for this. Yeah. I had a great weekend. Went with the boys to Donington, motorbike racing. Okay. Fucking beautiful. Proper track day. Uh, no, well, it was the 30th anniversary of the Fireblade. Ah, so we okay, rode yeah, over yeah. to watch the Donington races. Okay. One of the lads, Lee, got to go around the track, a proper track day. Fantastic. Like, had two sessions on the track because he has a Fireblade. Okay. Little bit bikeist, if I'm honest. <laughs> I have a Honda. It would have been a Fireblade if it was, you know, a year older because it mines the F4i and then they changed it to the RR. Okay, yeah, like yeah, a year yeah, yeah, later. yeah. Um, so we weren't allowed on but he got to be fair though like you paid 18 quid to go for your ticket it was free for anyone with the Fireblades to go and do two lap sessions of 15 minutes on the track at Donington <laughs> like that's sad I thought it was really cool yeah that's fantastic like, it was just a free bolt on like that's off brilliant. you go have a, have a fab fun boys um, so it was great we rode all the way out there the boys came back here we had a really great time um, we actually had one of the lads there he'd struggled with mental health recently and uh, he his same thing listening to podcasts and yeah. stuff um, and also speaking to more people about mm. it but he got to a real dark place where it was like I'm going to end this yeah. on a level yeah. and then he found motorbikes yeah. now there's even another level to his system it's like he loves it after coming out from a day of biking he's just like nothing's fucking yeah. no, nothing's yeah. a problem mm-hmm. just cut that piece of metal off dude keep smacking my hands um, so we went to that so I had a great weekend should have set me up for a really fantastic week great weekend no. Nope. Fucking Monday came. So everybody but no no no. Went over to Manchester on the Sunday. Yeah. Lewis now owns a motorbike. I've got a bike. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. It's fun with that one. Cheers, everybody. Yeah. He's got no license or theory done yet, but he owns nope. a motorbike. Yeah, don't worry about that bit. Do, well, do, I was just like you were just you like, fancy a Chinese? I'm a bit hungry. <laughs> Somehow that ended up being uh, looking through eBay and Auto Trader. And then probably it. <laughs> this is no bullshit. This is a real thing. 12 hours later? You had a motorbike. Yeah, I got a bike. I'm not kidding you, right? We were looking at your takeaways, and then. <laughs> so we talked about something, and Mark was here. Yeah, someone was like, You thought about what you're actually well, going to yeah, get. We were like, Well, what are you going to get? Have you thought about what you're going to get? What's your budget? We were like, First off, because we got talking about the bike and getting him going, and yeah. it was like, Well, here's the, here's the breaking point, right? What's your budget? Yeah. And he went, yeah, about this and that. And we're like, oh, you can definitely get a good buy for that. Like, mm. that's easy. Because he was thinking, like, I'm going to have to spend seven or eight grand and thinking, oh, that's cheap. Mm. We're like, no. Not at all. You like, you get like two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get like well worth it. Well worth it. Great fun. So we were like, what do you think of our CBRs? Like, oh, do you want a chopper and like that? And he was like, well, I wouldn't mind maybe one of yours mm-hmm. and then he's, that was it he's like, I wouldn't mind maybe one of your I and mean, as he finished your we were already on eBay <laughs> yeah. we'd already bought three bikes <laughs> and we were like which colour of these do you like <laughs> and I'm not kidding you we bought one up and we, he got pushed out of the conversation <laughs> and me and Mark looking at back going that's fucking clean that's, that's, why is that on for that money yeah. Facebook marketplace we're on well like, at one point <laughs> you just said to me if you're not buying it I'm going to buy it anyway. <laughs> literally literally we were looking at it going that's and then it. there was pressure on me I was like <laughs> yeah. well I want it what if I want <laughs> the bike <laughs> yeah you can't have it <laughs> yeah but we look at it like that's, that's, that's underpriced by like 500 pounds 
let's go look at this. And it's like, well, it's near where I live. And so we can ride up to mine tomorrow, losing the corner, just like rocking. Like, what, b- boys? <laughs> and we're like, right, so we'll ride up to yours tomorrow. We'll go over and view that there. And then we looked over there. Do you like the colours on this loo? I kind of like offers in. <laughs> we're offering in this loo. He's like, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. I guess I like it then. Yeah. yeah. It, you kind of committed, yeah, it, kind of committed now to doing your... Well, the thing was as well, because you said, what do you want? And I was just like... The dream bike, purely based off looks, as I know nothing about them, is um, the Indian Scout Bobber. Yeah. Mm. Not at all. Very at realizable all. dream. Yeah. I, I love that bike. I think it's the sexiest well, thing I've ever seen. Well, that is 100% the second bike you would buy yeah. from the one you've got because it's a different bike altogether. It's like me having the BM with the Honda. Yeah. You wouldn't have two yeah, similar. You two you've got to have both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to have both. And I, I was just like, I want something not too expensive because I might drop it, I might damage it, and I don't want to like... You'll definitely drop it. Cry. Everybody drops it, right? So, but you fit it with stuff that it falls on to stop it twatting it. Yeah. That's so, and I was like, and I just want oh, something. Oh, he has crash bones on it. Yeah, you said. Yeah, that's the same. Something point, that's going to be reliable. Something that I can trust. And I was just like, I don't know enough about it. So you and Mark can like guide me in the right direction. And being as you've both one of the bikes because you've got multiple, Mark's got a couple, hasn't he? Yeah, Mark's got two now. Yeah. So you both had the CBR and found a nice one. Yeah. You've got loads of spare bits for it if it needed well, anything it. changing. So You've built them, it, it, put them got back him. together multiple times. We've got him the CBR F4. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah, CBR yeah. 600, F4. It's the same bike if you follow me on Instagram. It's my one that I have in black and red, which is custom fairings for it, which is why you probably don't recognize it. Well, yeah, because of the results, I've had that for like six years. Mark's had his now for like two mm-hmm. or a year and a half at least. In that time, I've amassed so many spares you need to buy like one thing and that's the chain and sprocket, okay. which is like 90 quid. But you want to do that when you do it because yeah. you just want a new chain and sprocket yeah. on there so you know when it started and the wear of it and the life it's had on it and yeah. plus you can look after What's it. What's the sprocket? So that's the cog that the chain spins okay. around on. You've got the small one at the front and the big one on the wheel at the back. Mm-hmm. So you only need to change the one at the front because you're going to have to change. You could just change the sprocket for now. Chain looks fine. Yeah. And that's just like a back wheel off. Link, take the, make the chain saggy so we can get the front sprocket off new one on bang 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 it's probably like a 40 minute job well we had that day of bike maintenance anyway, we got him we? in we got him <laughs> in the garage because yeah. mine over lubricating chains oh Jesus Christ over lubricating he fucking spewed his load on that chain Jesus, no bike, one fucking told me when to stop the bike looked like it had been in a homeless car gangbang like fucking hell it's like eight blokes had found a car that had been unlocked and they just shredded inside well, what? it Mark was just stood there like and I, I was like just... I came to him, I said, were you not watching him yeah. he was like I guess not because I was like it looks like you said to frost your bike because I use chain wax, not chain Okay, okay. Now that, yeah, so yeah. that stuff goes misty white. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it looked yeah. like you had foam at the back end of the bike. Was just like, oh, it was I well guess. lubricated. Yeah. <laughs> it was very well lubricated. It was fine. Yeah. It was fine. We just wiped, wiped off the excess. Yeah. Rather too much than not enough. <laughs> Always <laughs> the case yeah. of lube. Yeah. yeah, yeah, actually. That's a good point. <laughs> right. Although, actually, no, sometimes too much ruins the feel. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you laughed and you had an immediate memory of when that happened. You're like, yeah, he's right. <laughs> and now you got to go to the effort of getting the loop off again, try and find that right balance. <laughs> bit of sand. I'm just gonna throw some baby powder down there. Let's just see what happens. I've made a paste. I've made a paste. We're now pasty people. Is it se- is it sexy paste? I don't know. Is that sexy? Did you like? Do you like that? Uh, the paste. No, we shower. We're going for the shower. Right, paste, the shower. paste pants. <laughs> We made a pair of pace pants and now we need a shower. <laughs> so yeah, Lou owns a motorbike because of peer pressure. Yep. And it's a wonderful thing. Yep. You'll but, love it. 
You'll fucking love I'm excited it. For it. Honestly, yeah. so we went out riding for Donington, came back. Yeah, so let's get back to our tangent. Yeah, 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 back yeah, to the yeah. tangent. To the other tangent. Yeah, bought your bike. <laughs> I stayed over Sunday night in Manchester, rode back Monday morning. Now, the ride back, Mark rode half the way back with me because Mark's that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it started to like the weather sense to t- turn. It went from 20 odd degrees on the Donington day, which was beautiful, out all night, like 10 o'clock, you know, get back, lovely, still bright. Um, and it got a bit stormy on the way, so I got pissed on the way back. So I got back quite tired, you know, because when you're riding in the rain and that, it's yeah, hard. It, it is. Yeah. Um, it, it mentally tires you out. Yeah. And plus, I'd had like pff, not a lot of sleep from the weekend, the boys be around, everything like that. And then I had a load of workload on, and I'd just done, I think what had happened was I had the relaunch of a video going live on the Monday, plus the podcast. And I think what I did was I'd edited this video for the relaunch for so long and it taken so much time that once it was up, it was like I realized how much I burnt myself out editing. And I just had this big lull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of crash almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like a big, just, oh, hmm. I've got to do another, like edit more because I have more, I've still got more to do, but I've done another one now. But um, yeah, it was just a kind of like all the wind went out of my sails. When normally I come back after a biking weekend, I am like, life is awesome. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, fist yeah, bumping, yeah, yeah. Yeah. boys round. Like, this is really important to me on the Friday nights, getting Lou over, because I'm yeah, here on my yeah. own, pattering around. And like I said, if there's nobody here sometimes, to be like, get your ass up. Mm-hmm. Fucking go to the gym. I've yeah, been yeah. to the gym all week. Yeah. There's like two lame home workouts. And I just like, it was like, mm, well, the week's gone to shit. I literally had a big pussy out moment. I was like, well, this week's shot. I guess I'll just bum out. Put the PlayStation on. <clears throat> and that's literally how it was for like the last two days. It's only today that... Because I've had shit to do. I had to be at the cinema by 4.30. Mm. I had something to do before that. I suddenly had a time scale again yeah. that yeah, required yeah, yeah, me yeah, to yeah. get shit yeah, done. Absolutely. And even then I still fucked up and procrastinated in the morning, like looking at samurai swords. But, <laughs> you know, I was fixing a problem. I didn't mean to, but it had to be done. Um, so, yeah, I think I always need these moments where I have a big wake up, like a big kick out. Like coming out of that movie theater, I swear to God that the world seemed brighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I needed that uplift. I needed that moment of fucking hell. You know, and somebody sent me a message um, as well saying, uh, just be fucking look at the shit you've got to be grateful for. You do a job you love, freedom, cars, bikes. You live in a great place. What the fuck have you got to be lulling about? And you sit there and you're like, yeah, what the fuck do I? So what is it in, that does this to us? It's interesting, isn't it? Because everyone's experience is different. And I think that what you just said about people saying, um, you know, what have you got to be sort of... Yeah, what you you going to worry about? Um, it's, it's different for everybody, isn't it? Um, I mean, I can speak personally about myself. You know, I, I'm mm. somebody that's had... Uh, yeah, episodes please, please. of depression myself, you know, and well, and just, have been in pretty dark places myself. Pause so, there. Do yeah, you think yeah, everybody yeah. has episodes of depression in some form, or th- some people never. I, I, th- I think we can experience low mood. But you we wouldn't. Can, class we that we, as we, a can, we can have periods of low mood, uh, but I think sort of depression is where it's persistent. You know, where okay. It's, so the definition of it is it's, it's, it's a recurring. A pers- thing. It's, a, it's a persistent thing. Leaves on the tree. A period of time. 
um you know and it's having a big impact on your day-to-day functioning really you know yeah so, yeah um so cool was, i was in a full depression so sort of so, <laughs> freaking day-to-day function went out the goddamn so, sort of low low mood you know we, the, those days where we wake up and maybe we just don't feel so great but we carry on and we do mm. our yeah. bits and pieces that we want to do uh from my own experience you know sort of um when i've had those periods of depression just getting out of bed in the morning is an effort it's yeah. like you know i just want to stay in bed is that because you've gone do... to bed late the no not at all see not mine's because i if i get in these loads i stay up till three in the fucking morning okay yeah, 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 yeah. I, i'm a yeah. night owl and yeah. i have to fight to go to bed yeah. i have to be like three alarms no, get to I, bed, go to I, bed I, go now I, I can do that but that's not when but i'm that's not part and parcel of it so you're getting not out of for bed. me yeah, yeah. You're just literally you're waking up yeah it's well rested well rested and just like yeah i just don't want to get out of bed and yeah. what's the point of getting out of bed yeah it's not you know, that it's, you're tired it's, it's just, there's, there's nothing there's worth no, getting out you know see mine's i'm tired because yeah, i'm yeah, yeah. 3 a.m and it's now eight yeah so it just feels like there's, there's absolutely nothing to, <laughs> to motivate you <laughs> i'm you just know? a giant child <laughs> basically if there's no one here to parent me i will <laughs> sit in a fucking nappy eat a, i ate a jar of biscuits playing witcher <laughs> like that was my fucking daily sustenance i ate 18 to 20 ginger snaps <laughs> played an enormous amount of witcher till three in the morning what a twat <laughs> fucking hell go on but yeah on. No, no but but you know i think so uh, morning getting up fine so you, you're yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and, and it's, a str- it's a strange place to be i mean anyone who's watching this who's, who's experienced depression will hopefully relate to it and, mm-hmm. and and you know if it does sort of make some people also reflect on themselves you know and, and sort of seek help or you know think maybe yeah. i need to talk to somebody about it um but you know there's been a couple of points in in my life where i've had significant depression and as i say you you you've, you you know i'm a family man i've got responsibilities that sort of okay well i've got to get up because the kids have got to go to school and do and do whatever mm-hmm. but then as soon as everyone's out of the house it's like just just slump you yeah, know slump. Um, do you, and when you do that, do you pretend, pretend to people that you've actually been busy with something, um, or is it like a just you don't give a fuck? I think, I think for me personally, it really is just like I don't give a fuck. Right. You know, there's there's no purpose, there's no point, um, and thankfully, you know, everything everything's all right. You know, um, so um i've been fairly solid for for a number of years now it just shows you can come through this shit yeah absolutely right, absolutely it's a mechanism uh, we, we, can we, can, we can come on to that as sort of how it's worked for me and what i've mm. done but um yeah it's really weird when you're in that dark place because i mean it could be the brightest sunniest day out there and it just feels like the darkest shittiest you're awful. not seeing the light. You, you're not seeing it at all. Can't see the you know. of the trees. No, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's it's quite frankly a vile place to be when when you're at that level. Um, and and yeah, you know the the way you come through it is um, by having people around you. You know that's that's mm. th- those connections are really important. Whether it's family or friends, you know, there's obviously professional help as well. So you know uh, whether it's and see a doctor. Um, there's a Samaritans. You know, exactly. You, know, you can literally call somebody for yeah, free. You, yeah, exactly. You, you've got all these helplines. There's apps now as well. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of different things. Um, I think human, no, it's human not, contact. Not necessarily you. medication. You know, you, not everybody needs medication. That's not always the, 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 the first line thing. But, you know, one of the things that I talk about in my job, you know, because ironically I work in mental health as well, as, as you know, um, we talk about the five ways to well-being, you know, and that's that's such an important basis for kind of 
day-to-day life. So the, the five ways to well-being is very much um, taking notice. So sort of always taking notice of what's around you. So um, uh, you might present. say sort of like counting your blessings, perhaps. Being, but but you know, but sort of yeah, being present and being aware. Oh, the weather's know. really nice. So today. for example, if I go out on the bike, you know, rather than sort of head down, you know, actually like just being observant as, yeah. as what's going around you. Um, Keep learning is another thing as well. So, you know, sort of making sure that you're keeping your brain active and you, you're learning new skills or whatever. This is the thing whatever. about time as well. Yeah. So when I'm in these states, days will zip by. And yeah. I mean, they feel like four hours yeah. and it's a full yeah. day. Yeah. And I learned a thing that when we're in a rotated mechanism, so same thing every day, so in and out, in and out. Time moves faster because we're not learning anything. Yeah. When we learn something new, time seems seems to slow down because we are paying more attention to have Absolutely. to learn something new. Absolutely. So the trick to extending your days and your life is to always be challenging yourself and learning something new every day. Even if it's something little, yeah. it's something that pulls your attention in. Absolutely. And that's that's a real thing. That's, it's, 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 it's a real thing. So yeah, so sort of... Keep learning. I mean, the thing is about learning, isn't it? you know, I know for myself, school, I didn't find particularly enjoyable. It was, many you know, don't. who yeah. does, you know? Yeah. And that kind of can set you up for, for that bad path of like, well, I'm not going to bother to learn, you know. But isn't that part and parcel of the people teaching you, though? Yeah. So if you've got yeah, a boring-ass yeah. teacher, think of, think of, <laughs> yeah, imagine, true. think of the yeah. lessons yeah, now, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, immediately yeah. think of the one or two lessons that you loved and it was purely because of the teacher. The teacher, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine was biology and yeah. chemistry because they were fucking just, they were they were. Yeah, you get a nice people. teacher. Fucking uh, maths. You can, Sandal wearing yeah. boring assholes <laughs> fucking couldn't give a shit about that yeah, stuff. Yeah, they were yeah. just the most impersonable people. Yeah, yeah. And so that's a big thing. So I don't think I don't think people find I don't think education is boring. I think the people teaching it are boring. It's how it's delivered. Yeah. It yeah. Has yeah. To be. I know for myself, um, I didn't do very well at school, but I found a lot of pleasure in learning from audiobooks. That's one of the things why I, I'm constantly listening to audiobooks. That's because you're dyslexia. I am dyslexia, so yeah. The, so the audio versions of stuff. Would, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Tell you, he thinks he's dumb. He's one of the smartest people I know. Like, he refuses to believe this. But it's only because you're dyslexic. Like, look at that. Mm. You loved audiobooks. Why? Because you could just listen and didn't have to read and have the stress yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. shit jumping around. Yeah. I know that for my own mental state, I feel so much happier with myself just even completely like with completely unrelated things because even if it's been for half an hour of a day, just going through some kind of an audiobook and then even if I've really struggled to have a pro- productive day at least for that small amount of time I've learned something new or picked yeah. something up yeah. and uh yeah it's it's a really satisfying process that I completely missed out on on school because I felt like I wasn't able to learn and to save myself the embarrassment of trying and failing at school I was just mm. like fuck it I ain't gonna try because yeah, yeah, then yeah, at least yeah. I don't show myself up because if I do badly everyone knows it's just because I don't care whereas wow. Like, Isn't it funny? Yeah, like so. So I missed out on the potential like enjoyment of actually learning, yeah. and yeah, now that's something I do get. And I go through phases where I do and I don't listen to audiobooks more or less frequently. And I'll go through periods where I kind of feel like I'm that stressed. I just if I'm going to listen to anything, it's just going to be some fiction and just something mm. escapism. And I don't get the same. Like it's nice while I'm in that moment, but I mm. don't get anything out of it from a, like a mental health point of view. Okay. If I'm educating myself and feel like I'm yeah, adding yeah, to yeah, my yeah. being something that's going to stick mm. with me forever, then I'm like, oh, I've adding done something. Arrows to the quiver. Yeah, I've yeah, done something yeah, that day, yeah. and I feel productive, and then that helps the ball get rolling with whatever other tasks that I've got. And for me, productivity is something that I do beat myself up over a lot. Like I feel like I need to push very hard. 
Um, well, we learned so, why that was, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In one of our psychedelic trips. So yeah, we'll, we'll, talk, yeah we'll talk about that later. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. So anyway, what, yeah. what were they called? The five ways to the We only got two. We, we got yeah. two. We've done the ten. Well, pulled back from yeah, the tangent yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Look at him being present. Very, yeah, paying attention. Number one. already. So, yeah, the taking notice and the sort of keep learning thing is Is that all in number one? No, that's two separate things. Yeah, yeah. So pay attention. I'm visualising the... The, the image that I draw, I always so take I always draw uh, Wayne or Wendy well-being with these pr- uh, sort of really pronounced features, and it helps me to just remember it. The other thing is uh, those those connections. So we spoke a little bit off camera about this, but this those number three, the, yeah. So number three is those sort of physical social connections with, with other people. Do you mean like uh, as in physically contacting with another physical contact? With just just a level of connectedness. So whether it's picking up the telephone, whether mm. it's being part of a community, whether it's you know, so like for example, at the gym, you know, it's great because you feel that you're connected to yeah. the people there. There's a real community spirit. I said that to um, you before, though. It's bizarre, isn't it? That I know that going to the gym will give me that connection with other people, and I'll yeah. get to talk to someone. Yet getting off that sofa in that mood, yeah, yeah, to yeah, get yeah, to yeah. the place so that I know will help that's me. That's the tricky I still bit. Still don't make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's don't we? Can you? What was that thing where I, I like you? There was a threat over you that I would like. I can't remember, punch you in the face or set you on fire or something like that. Can you remember we did oh, something? Oh, yeah. Like we need to do that more frequently. <laughs> yeah, there because is. Because it's a win-win. If I you either end up going there or I get camera. to punch you. That was true, yeah. So he said on camera, if I don't do something, <laughs> yeah. you've got to set fire to my pubes or something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a good warning. But I was did, like, fuck that. You do, I am going. You do sometimes need that additional motivation to do <laughs> but it. But it is. It's like I'm not suggesting saying, get up and fucking go. I am. I am. Oh, hang on. We've lost it. We've blacked out. Well, in keeping with the episode, we've had a blackout. Just like, <laughs> just like we have with mood. Yeah. With mood. We've had a blackout. I was so in, in, invested, I forgot to notice the time had run out. And I think, um, yeah, I think that is true. That if you have accountability of some kind, anything, yeah. even small, mm. it, it's better because otherwise you're just making an excuse to not do something. Yeah. And you need something to counteract that excuse. I think when, especially in positions of low mood, you, you can often feel um, deserving of that low mood. So yeah. you, you kind of don't want to do anything about it. So sometimes that that external accountability of having, you know, a friend or somebody who knows that something's going on, catch you and say, you're doing this for me, you're not doing this for you. Mm. Because you're more likely to do it for someone else than you are yourself. Um, so yeah, stuff like that. It is. It's just accountability, isn't it? Mm. And I think mm. when, when it when it does require effort, as most things do, and I think when you're in that state of low mood, everything, even the most insignificant things, feel like a lot of effort. Absolutely. So basically, a lynx can and a lighter yeah. is enough to make me do some shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lex doesn't need pros. He, he, need, he needs. He I just need links Africa in a, in a 99p lighter from the, from the corner shop, yeah. and that will be the most productive man alive. <laughs> yeah, and a, and a, a good friend. Maybe even put that in your, in your thing. You know, you sit there. As people come in and go, I'm going to give you two choices: this or links Africa. What? Yeah. Why is, why is Wendy Wellness coming? <laughs> Why do you always smell like burnt hair in your office, Matt? I get the best results ever. <laughs> He's had astounding results. The turnaround's incredible. Everybody does smell like the 1990s, though. <laughs> just you in your office, if people like, the door's shut, and when they open it, just there's a glimpse of you with this linked flamethrower, like, yeah! Like a caveman. <laughs> oh, I wish that was true. Oh, Christ, I would be in there, I'd be paying for it. Just for the sake of it. Yeah. 
Fucking hell, my therapy's awesome. Why? Just fucking blowtorch me with a lynx can. Fucking hell, did I get my shit done? <laughs> I'm choking on my laughter. I've turned into that guy at the cinema. <laughs> oh, dear. Fucking hell. I already feel better about life. <laughs> Brilliant. But now those connections, I mean, like just sitting here now and, and, and having that conversation, re- really important. And mm. for so many people, they don't have that. I mean, I do worry, and not that I've got anything against sort of social media and all those sorts of things, but, I mean, it's you a know, it, but, 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 you know, the, the thing is that um, actual physical connectedness is, is so important, you know. Mm. That's why I think I really love the podcasts and how they're becoming bigger because it f- it forces people to talk. Yeah. yeah. Like there's no other stimulus here but ourselves. Yeah. And other people can listen to that. And like some of the boys say when they're listening, they feel like they, they just listen to all of their mates chat. And I think that's a great thing. And so I like the fact that podcasts are getting more popular. I like the fact there's fucking 10 to the dozen and a million of them for you to fucking choose yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. It's like having audible books but with real humans doing yeah, real yeah. shit, real yeah, life stuff. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, that's what you adhere to, and it's easy and it's accessible, and it's a great use of social media. And like you said, it is a problem. Yeah. I don't know why people are ignoring it. It is a fucking problem. Like it's a highlight reel that people measure their life against. And it can it's, imagine you're feeling shit, and you open fucking Instagram, and you see someone on a fucking boat, absolutely, on holiday, like, yeah, 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 look yeah, at yeah. this, just yeah. achieved, and you're like, yeah. oh great, I yeah. fucking managed to not shit myself today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's how some people. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I can't put a piss on myself because two days ago, you know, some people are so low. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, people like, don't post the, maybe the been, bad stuff. You that no, you're not going to. You're not going to. No, no. Maybe we should enforce that shit. You know, I mean, post the bad day. There should be yeah. a hashtag bad, bad days, day. Yeah. You know, like and just like a fucking <laughs> reel of all the yeah, shit yeah, that went wrong yeah, that day. Yeah, yeah, happened to me. Happened to me. Happened to me. High five, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. It, it makes everyone a little bit more normal. Because then sometimes you do start to feel like, oh, is this just me that all this shit happens yeah. to? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. even when you're talking with your friends, like you know, some friends will be completely open and honest, but a lot of people they're they're going to be a little guards. bit guarded. Yeah, yeah. they're going to yeah. only talk about. You know, they might talk about some things that they've struggled with, but anything that's really raw, anything that's a real nerve, they're probably going to keep that to themselves. Mm. So you're only going to see seemingly superficial problems that you know and then the the best things that go on in their lives mm. so you're like oh dave never has issues like this dave doesn't feel this way yeah. dave's, big, dave's biggest worry is the fact that he can't fucking yeah i don't know he can't get his dishes clean because his dishwasher's playing <laughs> off what yeah. you're gonna say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't get his dick yeah dave can't get his dick clean not a lot of people know that just a fucking spoiler yeah. sorry dave <laughs> sorry dave <laughs> There isn't a Dave. But well, I know, well, people, I know people online who, who will portray like they're having the greatest time and then you know them in real life and they're fucking really miserable. struggling. And yeah, they're constantly yeah. sat looking in the phone as well looking for some kind of validation. Validation it is. Mm. It's, you know, have I got another like or somebody what you know, gr- commenting or whatever. It's, it's, and it really, really is awful. I went that way for a certain time. You know, when the algorithms all changed and sudden fuck-ups, yeah. everyone was getting fucked off by YouTube like for mm. no apparent reason. And I do think they have a fucking responsibility. The, yeah, the platform owners have yeah. a responsibility to look after their users users and they absolutely, absolutely. don't and are never held accountable to it no, not at all. never and they will actively trash people's reach out of nowhere so somebody can be doing amazingly well loads of people can do amazing well on a certain style that they've allowed to be pushed and they'll go oh they're doing they're doing really well with all that look how much organic kind of feedback there is on that right, let's stand the fuck down on that and make them pay to have to get that back because that's what they do it's wow. yeah. exactly what they do 
Yeah, the, especially bottleneck, yeah, so... bottleneck the business. You know what mm. I mean? Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible, mate. That is horrible. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, it, was yeah, when, yeah. To play. it was when it got bought by Facebook. That's when it really changed for Instagram. Yeah, because I, I mean, and, uh... what could have possibly gone wrong? A platform that completely fucked itself into annihilation that doesn't even have people on it anymore from under the age of I don't know twenty five. Yeah. Um, bought a platform and then immediately fucked it and mm. learnt nothing from the other platform that they've done. Facebook is basically now an advertising platform. Yeah, It's, yeah, it's a revenue yeah, platform yeah. for them because yeah, all it is is businesses advertising on it. They don't give a shit about the actual stuff going on there anymore. All they care about is the business paying to be seen on it. That's what it is. It's basically like a marketplace now. Yeah. Hence, wow. Facebook Marketplace launched. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the reason that was launched is because <laughs> they lost so much in terms of actually being a social media platform. Wow. Yeah, well, it wasn't until we started using things like Facebook to advertise that I realized that what everyone else sees this like literally the skin of facebook is social media but everything the whole purpose of it how it's in, built its entirety is just a, it's a business it's to make money it's, it's, it's a giant billboard platform. yeah giant billboard. and yeah. the back end of facebook is so complicated like even people that do this for a full-time job get confused we've talked directly with facebook and they they have like advertising people that work with their customers if you pay over a certain amount they'll talk to you even they don't know what the fuck they're on about all the time <laughs> like i knew some of the platform better than they did because I, they clearly were reading from a manual yeah they're on a computer click screen with like tick the box of what they've answered what yeah they've answered, it takes and, you to the next bit. and yeah. like so the, the, that's how com that's how complex the back end of Facebook is, and yeah, we all you know, or people all think, oh yeah, I'm just going on there to see how Sarah is, and if she's got a, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. if she's got her flowers delivered that she was, <laughs> wanting, I don't know what the fuck she wants, but yeah, and then you, you know, you scroll in to find Sarah and her flowers, but you've just seen like twelve adverts, yeah, and, for, and yeah, for florists yeah. and delivery services, yeah, and, and then you've well, just yeah. gone and spent seventy quid. Facebook have just got a click through and then the, then whoever's been paying them has been like, oh, I've just got a lead through that. That's great. I'm going to carry on paying Facebook. Yeah. That's how it works. And I get it because it's a business. Everything needs money. Like I can't, you know, I own a business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do stuff it's for free. There should be a duty of care. There is a duty. That, that's absolutely, isn't. it's that There's duty no of care. no one policing them. Yeah. yeah, me as a professional, I've got a duty of care. You can't, yeah, you can't negate that. Absolutely. Well, it's like yeah. well, yeah. 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 me. I own a gym. So I yeah. have a platform where people can get fit. Yeah. So it'd be like me seeing people getting fit, just doing their own thing. And I go over and, and like... Start charging them for each dumbbell. No, I hold... You know, like someone's trying to bench press and I'm pushing them back down. I'm like, no, 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 no. no you, you're, you're making too much progress. You need to pay me more so you're going to have one of my coaches. Yeah, 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 so yeah, if yeah, you pay yeah. me, then I'll release this yeah. so you can then so make can the progress have, on your yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're deliberately slowing people's natural progress down mm -hmm. so you have to then pay them more money. It's yeah, it's, And that's only going in on one way and that's negative. Yeah, That's, yeah. All, that's not a positive feedback loop for people. No. And, and especially when you've got people who are validating their existence on the number of likes. Well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Which is what they're doing because the reason that occurs, and I'm sure you can back me up on this, is people get an endorphin release from getting likes and comments absolutely. on their content. Yep. And so that they go back to that for that endorphin kick because we, we require those endorphins to get addicted addictive. to them. Yeah, exactly. And that's why we get addicted to social media. Yep. And again, that's where this should be a duty of care. Hmm. You know? Absolutely and, agree. Uh, so what... So, oh, fuck me, we've tangented. So we've gone from, no, let's go bring it back. Number one is paying attention and being present to what's around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, is that in terms of like being appreciative of what you have? I think being appreciative of what you have, where you are, 
the yeah. whole thing. So you might want to say mindfulness if you know. want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's the first looking one. Looking at where you really are, rather yeah, than yeah. just looking at this room you're stuck in. You're yeah, like, well, yeah. no, there's an outside there. Yeah. Look, that's. Beautiful. I mean, one of, one of the things I do, and you know, sort of at the end of most days, I can't say every day, but I try and think of at least three things that have gone well. And like you say, even there can be like really tiny little bits and pieces. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You know, went full Johnny Depp. That was full pass. That could be three tiny Full on pass. Yeah, three little tiny pieces. Where's the rum? Where's the rum? Where's the rum? Why the rum? Is that a free funny Go on. So yes, yes. I have a gratitude board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so any, like, anything like that. So just kind of uh, taking notice of what's gone well yeah. and fo- focusing on that because, you know, life can be busy and shitty and horrible, yeah. but there is good stuff in it. And, and it's trying to pick Even that the worst stuff out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So someone might have just, you know, made you a cup of tea at work or something, but that actually, that, that's a really nice thing to do. It's you just know, changing so. your perception. Yeah. And look it's at changing the your perception. Look at, find yeah. the positive. Yeah, find so that cognitive positive. adjustment of yes. like, you know, uh, looking looking for the positives. Yeah, so uh, that was one. So we got so that. We got the keep learning. Keep yeah, so learning. keeping so your brain busy and learning stuff. Audible, and, audible mm. books. Yeah, yeah. Book. I want to be sponsored by Audible so bad because yeah. genuinely it's something that I've literally been using. I wouldn't have a business if it wasn't for Audible. I honestly yeah. wouldn't yeah. have. Yeah. I, like yeah. I, because of listening to some audio books, that's what started making me yeah. think that I actually you might be capable it. of doing it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So cool. So yeah, yeah, audibles or reading books, just educating yeah. yourself. Whatever, yeah. whatever's an easy Maybe, way. Or, or literally getting in the garage and tinkering with an engine. Yeah, yeah. anything. Hands off, yeah. Anything Any- that's an experience, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Something so, so, so out the norm. It's not, it's not about what you've got, it's about your experiences that you have in life, isn't yeah. it? You know, and, and so learning and experience is all really important things. Cool. Um, really we've got that social connectedness, you know, yeah, so, you know, that's, it does that's that include three. actual physical contact? Cause it has been proven in scientific studies that we do require physical contact. Well, it actually elevates our hormone levels yeah, yeah, yeah. when we, we have physical We are contact. physical beings. We are, we're, yeah, pa- abs- we're, we're not solitary animals. No, not, not at all. Not at all. But, but you know, there's, there are some people that are so disconnected from that physical contact. So, so yeah, social connectedness can be on many different levels, but I think physical contact is so yeah, important. Yeah, or physically being around yeah, other yeah, yeah. live so, living so being, human Yeah, beings. being with other people. Yeah, yeah don't, don't hang around the morgue with dead people. Doesn't count. <laughs> Does not count. <laughs> Possible arrest warrant as well. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the three. Uh, and then... So, so on to four as a fresh on, one. On to four this, yeah. as a fresh one is doing things for other people. Oh, okay. Yeah, so sort of giving, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so not just being sort of focused on yourself. So that could be anything from working in a charity shop or going to help the lady down the road, sort of, you just, know, just to do something. But... Is that something off your own back to avoid people being taken advantage of? Like, because you know, you get people who will take advantage and be like, oh, they'll do this, they'll do that. Yeah. No, it, no, it's more of, I want to go and Yeah, do absolutely. Yeah. Right. So it's, so it's, yeah. Rather yeah, than yeah, what yeah. someone's asked you to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay. so very much you sort of giving graciously to Yeah, being to proactive in wanting yeah, to do something. Absolutely. Okay, that's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I did that. You have a motorbike. Yes, there you go. yeah. Lex yeah. went completely yeah. out of his way. <laughs> yeah, like literally drove to Manchester. Yeah, uh, two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. Did, it yeah. was yeah, it was very nice. So wasn't it? Like, well, I was very surprised of just the the amount of effort that you went through for it, and it was like, you know, you just I got did, genuine didn't, joy from that. Though. Yeah, it didn't bat an eyelid, and yeah, it's made, it made my day because as well, it was something that I struggle so. I'm time poor, and yeah. like, be not a chance would I have been able to have just dropped everything been able to travel to manchester check it out 
not that I'd have known what I was looking at anyway, yeah. found a good deal, got it back. I couldn't have done it. Yeah. it. I would have been limited to finding something that's quite close. Probably wouldn't have done it anytime soon. Yeah. It's just saved, it's just expedited that process of me actually getting on a bike massively. So, yeah, it was. Thank you, man. Yeah, I, don't, right. I don't think I've actually officially quite <laughs> yeah, fully no, thanked you. I got yeah. genuine, <laughs> I made me happy doing that. I got more excited about going to see it that you were going to get a bike. Like, it gave me joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing that. Absolutely. And I, I, do, like, right. I yeah. do like yeah. doing that more yeah. than receiving stuff. I yeah. like, like, at Christmas, I'm like watching to the open the presents. Mm. I've got them. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, open that. They're like, you open yours. I'm like, no, mm. <laughs> you do yours first. Like, I'm ready for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that was, yeah, that, that that for me was part and parcel of just, I knew what I could, when I got there, I knew like, right, I know what I'm talking about here. I'm confident in what I'm doing. So it was that as well. I had the confidence to be able to do that yep. thing. Um, so there was no like doubt. There was no kind of uh, like a negative anticipation of any kind. Mm -hmm. My only negative anticipation was we're going to get there. It's going to look like a bucket load of worst. Yeah. You know, it won't be anything like they've advertised or it'll be someone scamming or whatever. <laughs> That was my own anticipation, which I can handle. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so that was, that was uh, I just genuinely made me excited. I'm still excited about it because you still haven't seen it yet. No, no. And we're tarting it up in the meantime. We've already polished the frame. We've been AC-15ing it. <laughs> Fantastic. You know the AC-15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're straight in with that WD-40 and all anything that looks like it needs it. The funniest thing was we're in the garage. You've never seen two fucking idiot blokes more happy in your life with two rags with WD-40 on it. Just rubbing stuff going, look at this. Look at this. All surface. Look at that. Look at that. Just cosmetic. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> a fucking bolt on that rear caliper. <laughs> fucking look at that. Fucking like original. That original. <laughs> you look at We stared at your frame, me and Mark, for like 15 minutes going, yeah. Nice flex in that. Yeah. Not a sign of pitting. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely like. Yeah. Like, I could see it in Mark's face as well, job. though. Like... Mark fucking loves a good job. Yeah. He. He, he drove him crazy. He came here. He had some bolts to change on his calipers. Didn't he change okay, them? Okay. He just, they weren't the original ones. supposed to be in there. He's the kind of guy that we got here and I've got the tools in the garage. He brought, he bought the bolts on his way through to come here, down here. Right. So he okay. had them in the packets. And I could see him in the living room at night, here at night, <laughs> just rocking slowly like, bolts, got the bolts in the pocket, bolts in the pocket, bolts in the pocket, definitely bolts, definitely bolts, definitely bolts. And then he just got up about half and I went, I'm going to go do those bolts. <laughs> he couldn't sleep. He couldn't hack the fact that he fucking needed that job done. Yeah. I sometimes wish I had that because yeah. I would have just been like, fuck it, I'll do it. That's it. Tomorrow. He's like, need to finish need that to fucking finish task. Yeah. Task needs to be done. Like, so he, when I'm with him, I get shit done. Yeah, then yeah, he yeah, left yeah. me. That was it. I think yeah. that was what happened is he left me. We had all this big thing, been out for the weekend. The fucking edit was done. It was out. And then he was gone. There was no one here to be like, what are you doing? I was like, you know, there was nobody. So I just went, blomph. Yeah. Well, you probably did need a day just to relax a that little bit. Into three. But then, yeah, then it Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's about balance, yeah. isn't it? And that's, how do you do that? Because I didn't really have a day to relax. I got more work to do. Yeah, what, yeah. What, where do you find, how do you balance that? I think I, I'm I'm very lucky in the fact that I I don't work full time anymore. So yeah. you know, uh, and I see that as a real privilege. Well, what would you say uh, if I came to you and I'm like, listen, I just I feel like I'm overloaded all day every day. I don't feel like I've got any part of the day for me. What would you suggest? It's it sounds like really bad advice, but finding that space for yourself, you know, something's got to give because self care is really important. If you yeah. don't look after yourself, you can't look after anybody else. We've said that, you mm -hmm. know. So, so yeah. physical after, contact just yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. Ticking boxes. But but you have you've you've you know I think sometimes we're made to feel guilty to make time for ourselves yeah. Yeah. and to prioritize ourselves. But 
it's really important to do that, you know. So I'm not saying what right, what would you suggest? Fuck everybody else. No. I'm just gonna, you know. Um, but, but is it is it finding that is there a set amount of time that you've kind of decided for is is enough to kind of like say every couple of hours just do something for ten minutes or anything I think like it's that? A deep, like, it's a deeply personal thing, isn't it? You know, uh, we're we're, we're all very different, but yeah, it's it's learning about yourself and what's going to work for you and what's realistic for everybody else in so your life as well. You for know, me so. personally, I found that every couple of hours, if I go and sit outside for fifteen minutes yeah. and just listen to some nice music. I feel regenerated. Yep. I'm away from that computer screen. I'm outside of the four walls. Yes, it's only in the garden. Or maybe go for a walk if I've got the time to go for like yeah. a half an hour walk. Yep. I come back completely fresh mind and feel rejuvenated. And I'm ready to attack something again. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if I sit in that same spot, hours and hours and end, one, the time just goes, like, brap, gone. And, and I kind of get nothing done because I'll get to a sticking point and then it, I find my productivity at that sticking point just fucking jumps off. Because if you think about it, you're getting up there and you're sort of going out and taking notes, aren't you? you know, exactly. You're sort of, you yeah. Know, so we're going back to you, figure one. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah. changing your, your space that and you're I in. I probably call somebody you, as you well. Know, you, on the, yeah, on the you, walk, you, so you're taking two. notice. There's lots of other different yeah. things going on. So, yeah, so something yeah. I've started doing. It's an active thing, isn't it? It's, yes. it's not a physical passive activity. Thing. It's you know, and that's number five. So oh, is it? It is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Segway. That's something I've started doing when I'm. So I train first thing in the morning, but then I'm seen my office i just end up stuck in the office I think this is all a great day. Thing. and I'll, i try and uh sometimes around about midday i'll just get out and just i'll go well what the loop that we did when we went out for a yeah, walk yeah, yeah i'll yeah. just do that in the middle of the day sometimes just so i can get a moment get some fresh air because i'm inside a room that's inside a bigger room so mm. i don't get any air there's no windows um and i'm just staring at the screen most of the day or on the phone so it's just nice just to get out yeah, and yeah. sometimes i'll just put a book on or something and just get out and change the environment for a little bit and i just feel like i've got like a little bit of a reset just from getting off well, while fucking own a gym but sometimes i'm just sat there doing like not doing nothing but not moving yeah. and that really does like because your body's slowing down it almost feels like your brain slows down yeah as well. i think that's right oh. it does i think you, you become less productive you know yeah. and uh i mean some of these big multinationals they've got sort of play spaces for staff and yes. all sorts of things yeah. Yeah. but their productivity apparently is, is a lot better isn't it's not it a yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, a gimmick it's it's not, not at all. Just, they wouldn't have put it in if it wasn't worth no. the money of them putting it in yeah no. 100% and obviously they've worked out the amount of like productive hours that you can get and that's a lot less than our normal work day yeah. so by like kind of but most of that is just because you can only keep focus for so long absolutely and there's I'm trying to remember what book I read this in or listen to it in but um there's some that they literally they they basically say to be more productive you need to allocate certain amounts of time so set yourself a small target yeah you know an amount of work that's doable in 30 minutes 60 minutes something like that and then reward yourself yeah, with yeah. 10 minutes of time to relax well I, I think what they say is that our sort of concentration span is around 20 minutes yeah. that's our maximum concentration oh, span really? before we start to seek something out so you know a little shuffle in your chair or something like that yeah, yeah. because the the brain doesn't fully mature until sort of like your early 20s uh and we tend to go off sort of a minute of concentration for for sort of each year of your life that's that's how i've been taught um so sort of your concentration maxes out at sort of around 20 minutes or so, mm -hmm. so what which isn't that much is it no. if, you, if you think about schools you know and you've got kids sat down for you know for, hour, for an hour, hour you know time, yeah. no wonder some of them are Jesus, sort of... you remember getting those double lessons at school and you're <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah. and you only got worse yeah. as you got further at school there's more double lessons of everything yeah. so you are naturally trying to do things to sort of sustain your attention to keep yourself sort of uh 
focus. So what would you, you suggest know? to do just to, to maintain focus? Simple. Th- I mean, I think there's certain situations like the way you can't just suddenly leap up and do stuff. You know, if you're at school, you end up getting <laughs> in trouble. But yeah, we do those little things. I did do we that, shuffle and we, and we do stuff, you know. But I think if you're in control of your own space and environment, exactly what you said, Lewis, you know, actually physically standing up mm-hmm. and, yeah. and walk, just going for a little walk or, or even if it's just going from your office in the gym mm-hmm. to what you did the other day, just going around and see a few members and yeah. just sort of talking to them. Different focus, I do that because you know, I, I just and, you know. end up feeling like I'm sat there and I'm not getting anything done. So I'll just yeah. go out and I'll just talk to a few people because yeah. if it's something that's in my head, I'm being productive because I'm talking to members, making sure everything's okay, checking on people, having a little chat. It's nice and relaxed yeah. and I enjoy it. But then I feel like, right, I almost then feel a bit of anxiety to like, right, okay, let's get back to work now. And then yeah. I go back in and I'm focused again for a bit yeah so by breaking it up because of my adhd brain that's like scattered anyway i kind of almost sometimes i need like separate stimulus just Mm. just so that when i go back to the dull thing it doesn't feel quite as dull yeah yeah it's just it's pulling you away from the screen and away from that information to put your brain onto something else different focus so then when you come back you come back with a fresh set of eyes to it it only takes a short break to do that that's it and so I've done it like with the editing. You get you get edit brain. Mm. And you're looking at like the same spot for too long. You're over focused on a single moment. And if you walk away, you come back, and now you're like, oh, it's fucking not even noticeable. Yeah, but yeah. in the moment, because you've dialed in so hard, you're you're wasting like an hour trying to like fucking grade this one moment that lasts ten seconds, and no other fucker's gonna notice. Yeah. But you've got so dialed in, you forgot it's only ten seconds because mm. you're just so focused on this one task. Yeah. And um, and then but then what I'll find is. I'll get frustrated, frustrated, and then frustration leads to procrastination, and procrastination yeah, leads yeah, to yeah. fucking eating or eBay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so number five was physical exercise. Yeah, that's why I left yeah. until last because I thought it was yeah. a nice little sort of fit. Yeah. but yeah, there's there's tons Huge. of research out there about the benefits of physical activity and and the, the positive impact on your well-being and your mental health. You know, mm. there's there's tons of it. Um, and, and like Lexus said, you know, you you get that sort of release of endorphins it's sort of your your natural antidepressant you know it, it yeah, makes yeah. you feel good you yeah. know um and and that's you know it, that's why exercise is so important you know physical activity but that can be in any you it know sort of any now, domain it doesn't have to be no. doing powerlifting you know no. it can be you know running around the house with a hoover or you know whatever yeah. you want it to be or going yeah. for a walk around the pond or whatever that but something that gets your heart rate up and you know I know yeah. that one thing that I kind of I've seen a lot because we obviously work with quite a lot of clients I've worked with tons of people over the years and one thing that's almost become like a reoccurring theme now there's the there's the kind of the short-term benefit of physical activity which is the endorphins you do something you move you get your heart rate up and you feel a little bit better mm. but then there's like a bit more of a like a long-term one which takes a while and it's the um sense of empowerment that you get of having control over your own body yeah and most people just feel like they're trapped in this vessel because you, your mental health is really challenging because you can't physically just grab hold of it and do something with it you've got that ability with your body you're like oh i'm you know i'm quite weak i want to get stronger if you do a b c and you do it consistently, you will do it. You'll get stronger. It's black and white. There is no two ways about it. It will happen. Or you want to lose some body fat. So you do X, Y, Z, and you lose some body fat. And people, like, realize, oh, shit, I'm actually the one who's in control here. And, like, it's almost like re-educating people that you're the person who's running the show. If Mm. you want to feel better, 
you just follow these steps and you can feel better. Mm. And uh, yeah, there's like the two two sides to it, and that's the the long term kind of benefit that I see from a lot of people that do get into training that maybe have lived years and years being sedentary. And that's actually seemingly the more beneficial because I think the the endorphin side of things, I don't know about it's everyone short, else, but I feel like it, yeah, it's short lived. And, it, and it, I, I don't get it that often. Like, I feel, I do it's feel like, better, but I put it's some not. good music on the way back from the gym, I'm on a definite high. It's mm. not, it's not, it's not as noticeable as it used to be for me. But I think the endorphin thing isn't more about feeling like, woo, after mm. the gym. It's more the craving of needing to get to the gym because that's your endorphin release when yeah. you're in there. Yeah. So that's the benefit of it. It's a benefit of that. You crave that release that the gym gives you and the, going there and being physical is a great positive thing for more than just your health. It's yeah, mentally absolutely. great. Have, I, yeah, go on. I was going to say, is that something that you've noticed because you've been getting coaching from us? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, 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 well it's one of, one of the things that, you know, going back to that sort of making space and time, you know, uh, even within my family unit, people respect the fact that I need some time to look after myself. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's kind mm-hmm. of the accepted thing that we need to give dad a bit of time to do this and that because then he's a better dad. You know, yeah. and and, and well, he's, that's he's it, isn't it? A you know, he's a little give for a great yeah, gain. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, and coming back to that fitness thing, you know, and going to mm-hmm. the gym. Um, the coaching's great because you've got that accountability. Yeah. So it's that thing of getting Someone off the sofa. Your ass, yeah. You know, you've got a time to meet somebody. So There's you no know, you can't let them down. No. Well, you could, but it wouldn't be very good. Would yeah. it? It wouldn't be very well, you'd feel bad about it. Yeah, absolutely. So, so it, it's not it's not a great thing to do. So you've got that accountability and that sort of commitment there. Um, and then, yeah, you're you're right. You know, while you, while you're in that moment, you know, it's. Uh, I, I, I still get a buzz from it. Um, learning stuff as well. So these five ways of well-being really come out of this because as well as me learning stuff, there are you know other people in the gym that sometimes sort of ask for help and advice, even though I'm a sort of pretty much a newbie. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know people do ask for stuff, and, and, and that's great. Um, and I do feel and notice a difference in myself as well. You know, and, and I think that thing about consistency is really important yeah. you know there's no quick wins you know and one of the things that sometimes i get frustrated about in my job is people sometimes want that quick fix yeah. what, like a single answer yeah yeah I yeah mean, you know it's like what's my answer, you know yeah. when's my appointment going to be as if that one appointment is going to solve everything yeah and it's not you know it's a it's a journey that's why we talk about recovery it's a process you know mm. um and very much that experience at the gym you know it's sort of uh so it's been a more than six months now isn't yeah. it? you know uh nine months and uh you know that commitment and that consistency that's how you start to see the change right, say you know? it's like you've got to just have more w's in the win column than l's in the loss column and you'll make forward progress yeah yeah and in a similar factor if you look at everything like everyone wants this big change don't they immediately but a lot of little changes all add up to one big change absolutely at the end, but you've got to be consistent with those little changes yeah, yeah, yeah and that's yeah. the way of looking at things it's not one big kapow breaking boom, it down into those little chunks hu- no 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 yeah. it's lots of little things that yeah. all accumulate to make this one big difference absolutely i think we have to remember that a lot of the time there's some like you said some people think it's just a, a, a kind of one shot kind of kaboom and you're done yeah, yeah. you know what i mean you know, it's not always about moving forward it's okay to have <clears> moments where you do 
go back or you, you don't do as well, you know, Brits. It's yeah. about learning and reflecting and then well, that's moving it's a forward. Lesson, isn't it? It's never it a is, failure, absolutely. it's always a lesson. So, so life very much is a big learning experience. Welcome back to the Instagram and stuff like yeah. that, though. People never see the failures. Yeah. They only see the successes. Yeah, yeah. But those kinds of, like, you see, like, a, let's just for argument's sake, like a, a fucking clothing company. That motherfucker probably launched a perfume company before that, or a fucking sock company, a jewelry company, and they all fucking maybe. He, tried doing something with wallpapering you don't fucking know but there's like a, a a fail 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 win and all those fails added up to just tailoring in where they yeah, went to they just didn't yeah. fucking give up yeah they didn't give up they, they just moved the fucking needle to mm. something slightly different and i think as well even when you get these wins like people i think you've got this like ideal world of like oh that's perfect mental health you've kind of you've ticked all these boxes now you've done it you've completed it you can't like <laughs> you, can't you can't complete mental health no, you know? it's an ongoing process yes. what would you be a buddha would you be buddha if you it's don't believe constant mental constant process you constantly yeah. got to work i think it, that's know. what a lot of people underestimate is the fact they think okay oh, i got over that i've been great this week and then I do this a lot. I think, ah, oh, fucking sold that bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it's like, oh, you have, have you, motherfucker? <laughs> Let me show you something. Yeah. Boom. And yeah. then it just watch it down. And like, why do I feel like this? No fucking reason, bro. I just proved a point. You haven't conquered this shit. Mm-hmm. Because it's not a thing to conquer. It's a thing to manage. Yes, yes. absolutely. And that's it never goes away. That's the key it's, word. It's, it's managing. managing yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. And that doesn't mean that you have an inherent defect it's just it's within our nature to have this emotion Mm -hmm. and it's never going to be within your nature to lose that emotion entirely yeah so it's a matter of controlling it Mm -hmm. realizing it correcting it when Mm -hmm. you realize it and the biggest thing i say to people is when they message me and saying i feel down about this i said the fact that you realize you feel down is huge massive because you can now take control of that feeling yeah you can find out why or start to find out why if you didn't know if you just like that's, that's the danger like, side. Why is Lee like yeah. Lee who's been on on the podcast? Yeah, happy hop, hopping on the chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the way you yeah, go. I just had an yeah, I said, he didn't realize you could feel happy mm. just day to day because he had a hormone imbalance. He started right, testosterone okay. replacement therapy. Well, no, he started. He took some some testosterone, and he just whilst on the cycle, he felt amazing. And okay. he and he was just like the first time he did it was like, oh fuck, I never realized you could feel happy for no good reason mm-hmm. and then he went and looked at the trt from that and was okay. like oh your home is a fucked so he'd had this real low testosterone level for yeah. basically his whole causes fucking adolescence yeah, causes low yeah. yeah so he had an estrogen a, 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 no an imbalance estrogen was high testosterone was abnormally low and um he'd had kids and everything so he never thought to look you know so now he's possibly one of like the most cheery blokes I've, I've, you know, but he said, no, it's in some dark places. Like mm, every mm. day was just low. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. the only times I felt good was on the cycle. Mm. And so now he's literally, you know, that simple hormone flick is been a massive change in his, his life. He said, I'm a better husband. I'm a better father. Yeah. I am, um, you know, I'm able to look at my work differently for the job. He's like, when I don't enjoy something, I find out why I don't enjoy it rather than just accepting the fact yeah, that the, life is just life shit part of life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it's a massive. And so I think getting back to your health, this all comes in fine. Do you feel a certain way? Yes. Is it consistent? Yes. Okay, let's start looking at everything. How's your lifestyle? How's your diet? How's your physical activity? Get your bloods done. Mm-hmm. Let's check you on a hormonal level because this might not be your fault. Yeah, it might not yeah, be something yeah, you're doing. Yeah. It might be something that you can't control that needs some help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and but I'm not talking about 
putting people on fucking Xanax and shit. I'm talking about hormonal yeah, fluctuation. Yeah, yeah. Something to get you on an even keel that makes you work daily as a normal human, not put you in a fucking bubble. So that, I mean, a Xanax and stuff like this is basically the cortisol of the mental health world. So if people don't know what cortisol does, is if you rip your hamstring mm-hmm. and you want to run on it because you've yeah. got a fucking game to play, I can inject you with cortisol, you won't feel that torn hamstring. Mm-hmm. You're still tearing the shit out of it every time you run on it and you're going to suffer for it later. Mm-hmm. That's what Xanax is. Mm-hmm. That's what all those antidepressants are. They're fixing fuck all. They're, they're a bandage. I think in some situations they're useful. It's like helpful to break people out of bad cycles because that's, I think, this normally is, this the is where case. I disagree and think psychedelics come into play. I'm not even psychedelics yeah. as in like, whoa, purple dinosaur. <laughs> I'm talking about microdosing of cognitive enhancers. There's, there's a lot of lot of experimentation going on Huge. with my, microdosing. Yeah, so absolutely. Ketamine yeah. for depression yeah, 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 has yeah. been a massive successful oh, yeah. scientific study. Yeah. They're now actively microdosing people with ketamine on a daily basis and these people have turned their lives around. Yeah. They have cured heroin addicts with single trips of DMT Mm. single trips that's incredible wrap your fucking brain around Mm, that Uh, one of the most addictive drugs in the world and you have a single eye-opening brain-altering psychedelic experience that makes you quit an Highly addictive I almost drug. Don't, don't like the term psychedelic because of the connotations that are now attached yeah, to yeah, because yeah, of the seventies. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly that's mind that, expanding, yeah. mind altering. Yeah, it almost doesn't. It feels mind, 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 o- mind opening, mind opening, mind, yeah, yeah, yeah. mind yeah. opening drug. Well, not even a drug. Compounds, yeah. mind opening yeah. compounds. Because yeah, we and I'm not saying about... everybody jump out and go do some shit, but. Well, Look further than the medication that the current pharmaceutical community that makes a profit off your fucking illness makes. Well, in the UK, they are experimenting a lot with DMT combined with therapy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's that's well, a the, the, the thing is, doing. medication isn't first line intervention anyway. For yeah. you know, it, it, talking therapies are, are the first line intervention. The medication comes later on. Mm-hmm. You know, and, what, what's and, your and, feeling? And, and, and you're right. You know, for some people, it's helpful. I think you know, personally, I've used antidepressants. You know, because when you are at such a shitty place and you know yeah that's that's what you get but my doctor do you think, do you think it's more of a thing to stop you doing something silly my, my my doctor was brilliant and you know um it wasn't just about the medication there are some risks that when you start to take medication because you lift out of that sort of real depressiveness you're actually more vulnerable from doing something silly so if you if you've got somebody that's so low mm-hmm. their motivation so low, they might be having suicidal thoughts they might be thinking about what they're going to do they actually haven't got the motivation to do it because oh, they're feeling that low oh, I see. so you start them on medication and that can be actually quite a now risky point a because it's like actually i've got a little bit more motivation now they'll mm. feel great but i've got a bit more motivation now I'm going to go and do it. So we have to be very careful. Yeah, yeah. That is a fine type of thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a yeah. Never knew that. Yeah, Never yeah, knew yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something, oh, yeah. something that we have to watch out for because, as I say, and, and I can relate to that because I say, when you are genuinely so low that everything's an effort, the last thing you, you, you could find the energy for is, is you know, yeah. doing something as significant as that. Um, you know, but when you start to improve your mood just marginally you know and you start to get that uh, that motivation then yeah. all of a sudden it's like well things still aren't great but so what would you suggest you know, to somebody that might actually be feeling that way now you, where you, it's like an easy it's an easy out like everything would be better if i wasn't here i mean i mean personally you know uh, i'm a big believer there's always hope everything is solvable you know uh, i myself i've been there and you know 
there is always hope things can change things can improve you know um it really is about reaching out and talking to somebody about it you know if you talk to other people about it um you know and they listen to you one of the big fears people have is when people say you know oh, i feel like ending my life i'm gonna i'm gonna kill myself is worrying about engaging in that conversation because they they worry that you know it's going to make that person do it it's encouraging Where, whereas actually if you sit down and say right talk to me about it you're diffusing the situation they're feeling that you're taking them seriously they're, they're yeah. feeling they're being listened to you know yeah. um i think validating people's emotions absolutely is really important, yeah that's person who feels that way yeah, about that yeah. thing and, that, and yeah. that's a positive thing that's come about with mental health now is that people are talking more openly about it you're getting more programs on the telly about it aren't you there's, yeah you know there's one sort of almost every few months isn't there where somebody's talking about their their experiences their yeah. mental health that's a great thing you know uh, when, when I was growing up it was a massive stigma you know yeah. and I even remember doing my training you know back in the 90s you know and finding out one of my placements was in the mental health unit and it was like Oh shit! You yeah, know what I mean. It was it, it because was because of that stigma. You know yeah. the, the old the nut house, one flew over the they? cuckoo's nest, yeah. sort of yeah. stuff. You know, it's and it's a like film, yeah, a fantastic film. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's the stigma because the only mental health stuff that got in the papers was the bad stuff, mm-hmm. which was you know uh, actually an the, the unfair representation, massively unfair representation. You know, so uh, so I'm glad that things are changing. You know, that people are talking more openly about stuff and. Uh, you know, more receptive to, to mental health as well as physical health and, and seeing people as the whole package. You know, it's, yeah. it's They're not separate things, are they? They're, they're, they're sort of enmeshed, aren't they? You know, I, think, yeah. I think when people get to that low stage, the one thing that everybody needs to know is you will be missed. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. You, you will, don't underestimate the hole that you'll leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the, it's, the, no matter how disconnected you feel or how alone you feel, that's not a true representation of what's actually around you, yeah, which comes yeah. back to number one yeah, yeah. in your list, yeah. paying attention to what's around you. Yeah. Slowly pay attention to more and more of what's about, what's about. And then was it four was connecting with people or three? They, they connecting all, with people is, yeah. Is, yeah I was third one you know, they, were, yeah. They, they all start to go hand in hand, you know, and when you start realizing, well, hang on, who will miss me? Okay, I'm going to give that person a call. Yeah. You know, and and take the time if you if somebody is calling you, I, I did a big thing where it was, you know, I used to get frustrated that people would call me because of my, you know, my, my interest in my flow, I'm getting work done. No, talk to the people, answer the phone. If it's yeah, somebody yeah. you know, it's not an unknown number, yeah, yeah. answer the phone. You never know what it'll be about. Absolutely. And 10 minutes of your time could change somebody's life. Absolutely. Yeah. 10 minutes of your time. Well, the person's calling because they want to talk to you. My sister, yeah, exactly. There's, there's, somebody a, who my sister, there's a purpose to it. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, somebody yeah. who wants to speak yeah, to you. Yeah, my yeah. sister lives in Bordeaux. She called me the other day. We ended up on the phone FaceTime for two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. And she called me about a handbag. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, she said, when she called me, she was like, I bought a new handbag. It's, it's fucking beautiful. I was like, I don't know if, do you mean to call me about the handbag? <laughs> She was like, yeah, I meant to call you about the fucking handbag. I was like, I don't think I'm the person you meant to call about the handbag. She's like, listen, I'm calling you to tell you about the handbag because I want to talk to you. And I was like, okay, fair enough. Ooh. And then it led to a two and a half hour conversation. And we talked about everything, including yeah, our yeah. family and our yeah, childhood yeah. and everything. And it all led from her ringing me to tell me she bought a fucking handbag. The last thing I cared about. Yeah. You know? But it was just her way of saying, Starting hey. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starting a conversation. Yeah, hey, how are you yeah. doing? Yeah. And it was... Yeah, it was really, really good. I think more people are getting comfortable with that 
just like asking somebody how are you and not yeah. just saying all right mate not as like a passing yeah. thing yeah. yes yeah, yeah. people's yeah. like you're right mate are you all right yeah. <laughs> like that's not yeah. like people it's like we've got so many sayings now that yeah. they've lost their actual meaning yeah like you're asking somebody before, are though. you all right say to someone no how are you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you're all right yeah yeah no no how are you mm. and then they'll say well and if the moment they do that well dig in yeah, yeah, yeah. make them tell you mm. like yeah. 50 minutes of your time one thing so you know, you were on the receiving end of one of these, a consultation with me. Yeah, and this yeah. is something that when I, when I talk to any of the clients, I'll always make sure I ask somebody how they're doing twice, consecutively. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll ask them, you all right? How are you doing? And I'll get the, yeah, I'm all right, thank you. And then we'll sit down and then I'm like, so actually, how are you? And I'll, yeah. we'll, I'll push that and get them, because I might just think, You've just fucking asked me that, you idiot. <laughs> or, like, I'm hoping that they actually take the fact that I'm actually asking them, how are they? Are they actually doing okay? Are you feeling all right? Um, things like that. Now, in the consultation, which probably wasn't there, one of the things that we've adjusted for, I directly asked them, um, you know, right at the end where I'm just like, have you got any injuries or medical conditions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's, have you got any injuries or medical conditions or any mental health concerns that we need to be aware of as coaches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's something that's so much more important, if anything, whether you tore your hamstring back in 1998, yeah, 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 like, yeah. like, how are you doing right yeah. now? Because the coaches we've got are mental health first aiders. Um, and that's that something, yeah yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, wow, really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's like a qualification. That's that we, good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and that's something, well, like all the team was trying to do that because that's something that's, it's it's just a way of like us putting people, we can't do anything, but we can mm. put you in contact with the right people who yeah, can do something. Yeah, even able to spot it or, mm. you know, have yeah, those that's, that's, basically, that, that, yeah. that's what it is. It's about having the ability to spot it and also the confidence to talk about it, isn't yeah. it? You know, yeah. um, because I say, you know, actually engaging in that conversation is so important, that first step. You yeah. know, ju just talking to somebody and validating what they're going through, you know. Yeah. And, and you saying there, they can't do anything. Actually, that's a massive thing that they're doing. Mm -hmm. you know, so, yeah, yeah. So I didn't mean that they can't. No, I know, I know what you yeah, mean, but yeah. they're starting the ball rolling. They're starting they? the ball rolling, yeah. and that's so powerful. Yeah. It's Especially not like somebody's say... no physical contact with another human, like yeah. maybe no family around them or anything like that. Having somebody sit and say, no, how are yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Some people are really are lonely, aren't they? Yeah, they, yeah. they don't have those connections. They yeah. don't. Dude, I talk to one of my postmen sometimes for like 20 minutes at the door because I feel like he doesn't have anybody to talk to. Yeah. You know, and he's constantly, he's like, you, and then when he ever sees me, he's all right. He's really happy when he sees me, you know. So I've taken a moment out of my day to yeah. just say, how are you doing? How's yeah. your knee? How's this happening? He's an old bloke, so kicking, fucking working, you know. Mm -hmm. I played to him. And the other day, I actually, like, tracked him down because he had a Volkswagen van. And I was like, dude, have you heard about the Volkswagen, like, claims if you, if you, uh, at least the van <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got screwed over by this van he got a big charge back on it when he handed it back in and I remembered it mm. from our conversations and I heard on the radio that they screwed up with their emissions or some shit like yeah, that yeah, yeah. something in their lease something in lease I was like if you had a Volkswagen lease but I ran out and stopped him he was like I already had to check the door and I forgot to tell him and I ran back out and I was like listen mate you remember that Volkswagen van your problem I said, yeah yeah so you lease it it's like yeah Dude, have you checked out the scandal that went on? You can get a load of money back from your lease. He's like, no. Because like, he's an old bloke. He doesn't know about anything yeah, like this. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. I looked at that. Cheers, thanks. Cheers. And he went off with a smile on his face. Mm. And walked back into the house being like, if I can put some good out in the world today, yeah. bit of a fucking yeah. ripple. Hope yeah. that goes. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. But 
I did it every time I make the effort to just set the time aside for that, you know, and take a moment. Sometimes too much. Sometimes I press people too much, especially my neighbors. Sometimes they're, they walk and I'll be like, how are you doing? I'm chatting and I'll be like, so what else are you up to? And they're like, and be like what's he okay? They think I want to spy for the council or something. Mm. How many people are actually in your home? Yeah. We, just had, we, just had a... we just had a massive conversation about missing the takeaway to yeah. chat. <laughs> so this is what we're talking about though. Look, we've been chatting and the time has gone so fast and yeah. it's so good that it's already gone past 11 o'clock we didn't even realise yeah. I thought it was honestly about 10 o'clock no I, I did yeah. the battery died and then we looked at the time and then realised because Lex has been bigging up this takeaway that's dude I'm the telling you the takeaway is the bomb <laughs> don't fucking tell me this now because <laughs> it's closed it's too late it's closed <laughs> we'll get don't, next I, week. Don't, I don't want to know we're going to have to just get the, whatever scraps we can find <laughs> scraps we're literally on scraps if we go everything I own for some fucking reason is frozen yeah. <laughs> like if we want anything now we have to wait till tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow morning <laughs> I don't know what to do. I look at it, I'm like, that needs cooking. Freezer. <laughs> what the fuck? Cook it, you tit. That's what I mean this week. That's what this week was. Even that, I looked at meat going off and went, I'm not going to cook that in time. Froze it. Rather than yeah, yeah. being proactive and going, okay, let's use this now. It needs fucking using. And I just had this bitch fucking week, man. I have literally no idea what we were talking about before we... Not a clue. I just know I refilled his whiskey. I you refilled, refilled my, my whiskey, whiskey with that, which it's is a very nice. It's burnt isn't it nice, that very nice. Isn't it good? So you would expect it to be really smoky, but it's actually, because it's in... Um, that look, it's peated and sherry finished, so you get that kind of like sweetness yeah, and sherry really coming smooth. through. Yeah. It's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. This one, is one of these ones that did the um, black cherry rum that we liked and mm. stuff as well. Was it them? Oh, I don't know. It's the same bottle. No, it's the same bottle. I don't think it is the same. Is what, it the same what? people? Yeah, because that was like it's a small batch one. You know, it's always good when it's yeah, a small yeah, batch. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put some effort in. Mm. One thing I wanted to talk about is something that happened literally today with me. So. I went over to my grandparents. I visit them like as frequently as I can. Yeah, and awesome. I, uh, I've mentioned this a few times on the podcast. My nan, she's 70 years old, and she, like, I've not had full insight to my entire nan's mental health, but she's always been fairly happy go lucky. She's always been quite outgoing, chatty, friendly since COVID. Coast it's box. really yeah, like water yeah. and she and her exact words today when I saw her that she's struggling with her mental health. Okay, um, and it's something that like I'm always pushing her to try to go out a bit more and socialise. She's still scared. Do going out? Yeah, and build oh, her confidence. Fuck, fuck you, British government, and every fucking. No, there's been massive, massive scaremongering. Fucking with assholes! It, you it know. was the fucking flu by the last year. <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck out, punch everyone in you in a dick. <laughs> Honest to God, they fucked so many people. No, absolutely. They, they trashed businesses, yep. ruined ruined some upstarting businesses yep. for no good fucking reason. Well, the, the, the suicide rates and... Yeah, well, you oh. look at my line of work, and, and as I say, the thing that really frustrates me is, you know, if you look at the a child, you know, if you've got a 10-year-old, you know, two years out of their life is a massive proportion of their life. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, it's had a massive impact. And I, I do think, you know, you, I'd like to hear more about you than, you know, but in terms of anxiety that's come from COVID because mm. of the message that's been given. Mm. Um, yeah, really. Yeah, it's really difficult. Yeah, I can imagine like um, it's. Elderly people, I suppose, are maybe slightly more vulnerable because they have almost been like targeted as yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like factually, the You're old risk, people are, risk, are more yeah. at risk. That is obviously yeah. a fact. 
and they're already like, oh God, I'm, you know, I've not got long left. I and can't risk, you know, doing anything. They went through a war where the radio told them what the fuck to do to yeah, live, yeah, to yeah, not yeah, die. Exactly. So yeah, they're yeah. quite believing of oh, the government. Yeah, 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 they yeah. trust the fucking yeah. shit yeah. that they hear on yeah. the news. Whereas anything I hear, like, again, maybe it's me, but when, if somebody tells me, if an authority tells me something, I'm like, what's mm. your agenda? That's always mm. the first thought that comes into my head. Yeah. I do not trust. Like, I'm not like, I don't think the government is pure evil, but I always think that my best interests are on that heart because why the fuck would they care about me? Yeah. So I'm just like, I need to take as much information. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, I'm trying to take yeah. some information from it, pinch your soul, put it in reality, like, where am I? Look at the research, yeah, what's yeah, actually happening. But, like, yeah. you know, my 70-year-old nan, she just, she, she still drives... 10 to 2 or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> fuck, I'm not joking. Yeah. She like, speeds the wheel. Because yeah. somebody <laughs> told her to do that. So she's like, okay, that's what I do. And that's that generation. That's yeah. like how yeah. that works. Yeah. So the, the man on the TV tells you that this thing's dangerous and mm. you need to stay inside. doesn't matter that it's all fucking over now, practically. She still that's is scary. too... She wanted to go skydiving. It was her 70th birthday wow. earlier this month. She wanted to go skydiving for her 70th birthday. That's what she always said she wanted to do like a, yeah. couple, a few years ago. Now... She struggles to even go in the front garden and do the weeding because she's worried about people wow. going past. Fuck you, Boris. That's how scared she is. Like we, and I still I get her out. We, I'm, I am trying to gently encourage her and push her, and you know, like you know, even go into the range with her so we can like walk around. And she'll wear a mask, fucking walking around the streets. See, that is dreadful. It is. And it I think is. The, do you know the whole thing of fucking masks was a way they managed us to consistently remind us. Negative things around, negative things around. Because mm. we... The, why? At the beginning of the fucking pandy, right? Everybody was fully aware. Does fuck all. <laughs> does fuck all. Fast forward two years later, everyone's like, got to read the map, got to read the map. <laughs> fucking, where did the change happen? Yeah, and yeah. why? And uh, tell you why. Because they wanted you wearing out in public so that there was a physical reminder for you wherever you went to see something that reminded you there was a problem. Mm. But if they let us all out with no masks on, mm. knowing mm. full well that was absolutely fine, mm. everyone would go back to normality very quickly yeah, and forget, forget what was happening. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. wanted the physical reminder to be there. Mm. And it is still there now. You see people walking down the street. Who the fuck are you getting, you getting, COVID, getting COVID from the trees? Yeah, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah, There's yeah, been yeah. no evidence of it passing out in environmental no. yeah. environments. Environmental yeah. environments, that's not true. Outside. Outside environments. Yeah, yeah outside yeah, environments. Yeah. yeah. None. Even mm. in like bloody fucking rallies and all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, going yeah. It caused minimal it's, spiking. Yeah, yeah, out in the open. Yeah, and there was barely anything. And barely not, even No real death rate increases. Yeah. But so the fear that they've... That's the more dangerous side people, of things. And as I say, you know, anxiety and people who are naturally more anxious it's, it's well, this is the massive look how long yeah, everybody nobody else is fucking thinking about yeah, it anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. his grand still yeah. will barely go in the front garden yeah mm-hmm. that's all fucking disgusting yeah. Yeah. And, they and need to put an announcement on the news you no longer need to worry go about your normal day she's, she's had all fucking four jabs now I'm just like she's four. Four. Yeah, four. Yeah, Emily, she's gonna Emily live forever. Ja- yeah, Emily Jabs. Can you have though? I mean, I mean that's the thing. Gonna you know, Resident Evil is what it's yeah. gonna be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> she's Christ, like, she's topped up the top up. I'm gonna get a barbed like, wire umbrella. baseball bat out. <laughs> yeah, fucking umbrella company it is Raccoon City is on its fucking way. Well, that's it. There's, there's, there's the the financial incentive to keep talking about it and. There's a whole monkeypox thing. I don't fucking know. Oh, what oh that you get. <laughs> you, you know what my nan said today? Well, my granddad told me, and my nan was like, "Don't like, don't over exaggerate." 
So she got a charity, you know, you get the charity bags for any clothes that you might want to be getting rid of. You get like a charity bag. So my nan brought that in on her foot because she didn't want to touch it because it might have monkey pox on oh, it. Oh, so like no. that's where that's where she's at right now. Going in, like bearing in mind, so my, my nan's like four foot eight. She always used to walk around in like <laughs> leopard print, fucking <laughs> random yeah, clothes, rainbow, like yeah. rainbow clothes. She and she would talk to anybody. She was like the most chatty person ever. Wow. She used to go out dancing multiple times a week. She, like I said, wanted to go do a skydive on a seven. 20th birthday like one of the most outgoing chatty friendly people ever that you couldn't keep her inside you couldn't stop her talk like i used to get pissed off as a kid when i used because i was mainly raised by my grandparents i couldn't walk anywhere with her because she wouldn't stop fucking talking to <laughs> now she's too scared to even go out like to see that what, what would you say to this that's a really tricky one isn't it because i think we've got that Without being political, you know, the government message that's out there. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? The, you know, sidetracking a bit, but we've had all this about the parties. It, it was okay for them to party. So they must have known that it wasn't as bad as they were telling everybody else. Yeah, we can all see the you bullshit. Know, you know, yeah. uh, and, 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 and then once all that comes out about Boris, they announced this windfall tax that they weren't going to do, you know. So there's always smoke and mirrors. There's always mm. stuff going on. Yeah. In, in, in terms of your nan, I mean, she's a vulnerable member of society. She's an older member of society. And it, it, it's true, you know, that um, you're fed all of this stuff. It it does have an impact, you yeah. know. Um, does she still have a lot of social connections? Is she still? Nope. So, so you're I, her social. You're yeah, she, yeah. So she visit, She so you used to go out dancing, see her friends all the time. She's Why too scared to go out. Why don't you, Emma, like, plan an outing with your nan and grand? I, I, so I... I do this fairly regularly. So now I've got my nan meets up with Emma's mom and they go out for a dog walk every week. Fantastic. Um, and they go, it's a sand quarry, so it's extremely secluded. You like never really see people. So she's comfortable to go out. And my nan and Emma's mom get on really well. Yeah. They, they're both, they just click. And it was just something that me and Emma were just like, why don't we introduce yeah, them properly? Because yeah, yeah. they've met, but they've never like, you know, that they get on great and that's like a big thing which tr and we're trying to like encourage but my nan's so fearful that it is hard work to to do that like i i'm literally like shut up you're coming with me now <laughs> like, it's, it's, to almost it's, it's almost like she needs that sort of graded exposure you yeah. know what i mean that sort of i was gonna say yeah keeping it segregated to yeah. nothing is not a good thing mm. i think you gradually need to building it back in. up yeah, yeah absolutely well she's going like i said she's gone to the range and like she wears a mask the whole time she's gone around she's done a little bit of shopping in public places she's still quite she's very conscious and fearful of it the whole time and she if somebody got too close to her she'd back away god that's so fucking sad. It's, like it's, that's because that's still angry. but yeah, it's it's yeah. not just affected that it's affected other things in her life so um right before covid um was it right before no actually it was no it wasn't this was probably after some after the maybe the second lockdown mm. um we bought well, it was actually one of our friends who's a vet. There was a cat that needed rehoming, a young cat. She was only like 16 months old. She'd been hit by a car. They couldn't afford to pay. So they were going to put her down. But my friend who's a vet, basically, they refused to I put them down. I not when that was. Um, it was probably like... We talked about yeah. it. So we must have been able to be in contact. And we'd recently lost our dog. This was when, uh, during lockdown, I was living mm. with my grandparents. We'd lost the dog. I was moving into our new house. So my nan had lost the dog who she spent all the time with their cat had died not too long previously and then i'm about to move out so, so they've just gone from like yeah, all yeah, of these things plus 
not going into too much, but my granddad had multiple issues because um, yeah. he's 83. He's a fair bit older than my aunt. Still awesome. Um, Madders, even with vertigo. <laughs> and, Proper old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, like, all of these factors. So, it was like, we need to, like, uh, I said to my aunt, look, somebody needs to home this cat. And my aunt was like, yep, okay, <laughs> I'll be doing that. <laughs> yeah. So, she's got Luna, the, the cat. But, but, and it's like the, best part about my nan's day is being with the, the cat but she's constantly like luna's not sleeping in a normal spot spot luna just jumped over a fence luna's just done this luna's wow. just done that she's so like, anxiety yeah she's got though, severe anxiety yeah, yeah. and yeah. i said to her today i was just like how were you when my mom was born because I, I don't have that much connection with my mom i don't really know what that relationship was like and she was like oh, i was fine i didn't i was never too stressed i was like what like why have you become so anxious about everything and she said it was it's all because of everything that's gone on recently with COVID. And I think that compounded with my granddad's multiple issues that he's had. So that strength pillar has been removed from well, granddad a little but, bit. But also she's realized, she's always known, like he was 13 years older than her, which ah. when you're young, that doesn't matter. Okay. When, you're yeah, seven, yeah, when, you, yeah, when you're 17 yeah, and 83, that's a big, a big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot a lot of it's aging happens. Yeah, and then she's just like, fuck, I'm going to lose this person. Because he's a very... Um, strong-willed character my nan's very she's she's chatty and friendly but she he'll go with the flow yeah. my granddad's like no. no yeah he'll say no he'll say yes you do it his way or you don't do it at all he's a strong like traditional old man um and now he's like you know he's more vulnerable She's just realised, fuck, I might be on my own, and this is something I'm not like. I, I wish this was a joke, and I, I almost wish that it wasn't as theatrical as it is because they used to go out on cruises all the time. They, every year they'd go out on a cruise with their friends. They've gone, they've gone around the fucking world, seen everywhere. Um, they won't do that anymore. Or my nan's refusing to do that anymore. Yeah, um, and she said, the next time we go out on a cruise, we're going to be jumping off the back of it. And they've literally said that that's what she wants to do. <laughs> And like, and I'm like, we've been here long enough now, Roger. Off we go. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, thanks, Nan. I appreciate you telling Cheers, me that. Nan. You, yeah. I appreciate. Hello, you. still here. Still love you. Yeah, it's like you're gonna, you know, you and Granddad have got a suicide pact going on. Yeah, um, so there will be a hole, big hole in my life, Nan. Big hole. And but that's like, you know, that's not a joke for her. No. Like that's. That's because how her she's looking at everything in such works. demise now. Because yeah, yeah, of this thing, yeah, like I'm yeah, not, can't yeah. do this, can't do that. Well, what's yeah. the point? Yeah, yeah. She, all all of her world revolves around my granddad, who's an anti-social, eighty-three-year-old man, <laughs> and she's still young. She's fit. She's act, like she's young. She's seventy, but she's fit and active. Yeah, she's healthy. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like she goes out on these walks, and Kim, Emma's mom. He's getting shown up sometimes, and she's like, my nan's like jumping over fences and climbing stuff because she's still, f- she's only like four eight. She's like basically, you know, like small animals don't age like <laughs> yeah. as, like like a small dog yeah, she's doesn't like have a longer old, lifespan she's than like a, a big dog. Old cat that looks like thirteen. <laughs> yeah, but she is. She's like still very active and fit and healthy, and has a couple of aches and pains and stuff like that, but very very healthy. And she's almost like. She's visualizing herself the same as how my granddad is, and like self limiting herself. And uh, I, I spoke about it today, thinking that like you know, I think that I, I'm pushing her. Emma's pushing her. Emma's mom's working with her. Like she occasionally seeing friends, and she did say today that she's willing to like start going out. And she said that I don't care whether what Vic, my granddad, is going to do. 
she's going to start going out on little walks because it makes her feel better because she yeah. knows that getting out in nature or just getting out and walking makes her feel a bit better. Stuck in the house for like a year. Mm. They don't leave the house. It's coming up to two years. Yeah. And Literally. And there's was, there was people like that around us. She's not the only one. Yeah. I was speaking to somebody else who does dog walking. One of my friends that I bought motorbikes from him, his wife does dog walking. She was saying there's elderly couples who would not come out their front door mm-hmm. for the entirety of that COVID period. So they hadn't left the house for two years. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what mental state but, they must be But in? think back to what we were saying about connectedness. I mean, how disconnected from yeah. everybody else, yeah. you know. And at that age, just yeah. Yeah. Like one foot in the grave at that yeah, point, isn't it? Like, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. Talking, what's the point? Yeah. That's where you need reason to be living. Yeah, you need, you need That's purpose. That's your vitality. Yeah, other exactly, people yeah. doing well, things. Yeah. Whenever she yeah. sees yeah. her, whenever she sees her friends, whenever she does, because a few times now we've been pushing her, because we did like a little surprise birthday party for her and we had a few people over and we met in the back garden and stuff like that it's like the best day she has it's yeah. like she's so happy with it and she knows that she feels great but she just still can't work up the courage to do it and I feel like now I'm at a point where I've applied as much pressure from as many separate forces as I'm able to and I'm just like now I'm just like I really think that I'm going to book some therapy for her and just I think you should pick her up mm. and be like now get in the car we're going opinions mm. from the professional no, I, th- I think you're absolutely right. For me, it's that graded exposure and sort of gradually doing things and mm. having that support around her. But yeah, it might be worth mm. actually seeing somebody as well to talk it through. The problem is, if we think about it, if you're cooped up in your house for two years and every time you switch the telly on, you're yeah, told yeah, about yeah. the death, death rate, the statistics and all that sort Who of stuff. Who watches TV anymore? Yeah. For a year. You, you know I, mean? I only so, watch stream stuff that of my yeah. choosing. But that generation, yeah. they're still yeah, watching exactly. the propaganda. For a year yeah, and a half, yeah, yeah. all they had on, and I'm not... I wish Daily I was death rate and All yeah, it was was yeah. the news on loop yeah, news. Yeah, yeah. N- me, nothing other than the news. You may as well just go and stand in a, like a politician's house for the full two years and just hear bullshit. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. If all you watch is the news, you have no clue what's actually going on in the but world. But I, I would go over and I'd hear the same thing repeated. That, yeah, that, yeah. So well, it's just, just a loop, isn't yeah, it? It's, yeah. just, it's, negative, just, it's just negative stuff because obviously that's yeah. all that makes it into the news. Groundhog Day. Just yeah. on loop. So then they're just over and over being told... 10,000 deaths, yeah. 10,000 deaths, 10,000 deaths, 10,000 deaths. Mm. Oh. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah, so that's where I'm at now, like after the conversation today and the fact that my nan's, like my nan's very aware that it is mental health, which is kind of... That's good, it, actually. It kind of made me feel sad in a way because like you feel like when somebody's older, especially somebody who's 70, she's lost she's lost her parents, she's lost lots of friends, She's lo- like she's been exposed to so much trauma and like you feel like you you toughen up as you get older you like you know you have these experiences and you learn from them and it helps you grow and i think that does happen in a lot of cases yeah. but even somebody who's lived an entire 70 years has then had something such a fucking curveball thrown at them that they don't know how to deal with that mm. and i'm just like so when you say oh i think i've got my shit together and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, no, you haven't. Imagine yeah. that at 70 years old. Yeah, you think absolutely. you've got your shit together. Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah, surprise, motherfucker. Here's a fucking global pandemic. Yeah. Like, deal Have with that pandy. now. Yeah. Deal with that. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just made me feel like I, I felt for a while that with constant encouragement. Today, I said to Emma after I left. Um, my nan's. I was like, I feel like I need. It's a full time job to get my nan back on track, and I haven't got the time, and I feel guilty for that. Yeah, yeah, but 
I feel like I'm still probably not the right person. Maybe a therapist. Maybe somebody who who's maybe got because this has got to be a very common theme. I would have thought in you know therapy right now, people with severe health anxiety because it'd be, it'd be, of be worth reaching out to the GP. I'm, you know, without again without being political, if you get a bloody appointment, and yeah, I'll probably get a But but you know, and then there are older age mental health services. You know, so that that would be a, a good thing to do. Are there are actually specific services. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, so for, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. Because they'll be dealing with the same thing over and over. Yeah, and over exactly. And over. It's not going to be new to it's them. Be it's not everyone though. That's the thing. Because my granddad doesn't give a fuck. He'll go around. <laughs> he'll go around and lick door handles if somebody asked him to. He doesn't care. He do, like realistically, he doesn't give a shit about any of it. He don't care about COVID. He like. He, he just doesn't want to talk to anyone. That's, that's all. Like, as long as he can avoid... He, COVID was probably the best thing. There's a thing. point where a man reaches in his life where they're just like, underwear is enough clothing for today. Yeah. Right, you know what I mean? There's just that. That and a rocking chair and they're fucking sorted. You put that rocking chair on a porch, fucking never putting pants on again. Just get me a shotgun. I'm good. This is me for the rest of time until I'm done. But, and like it, it is everyone's everyone's reacted very differently but i think the thing that was so it was just such a contrast from mm. you've seen the change yeah so you've seen that dramatic change that's the thing it isn't was, it? it's it, not like it was her I wish default have, mechanism before yeah i just you know i didn't even i didn't realize how that combined with all the other things just the, it was just knock There's after no knock way. after knock unless you were able to convince her that the government was lying through their teeth about most things to make money which i doubt you'd be able to do no. um because you would speak to her for an hour a day and the government would speak to her for 12 hours mm. with the fucking tv on mm. there's nothing you could do so the fact is now is to try and show her look the world is back mm. to normal because she because of the exposure so little though she still almost doesn't get it. She like mm. she saw you know when she went to the ranch and she saw nobody was wearing a mask, literally nobody. Yeah. Like even my granddad wasn't wearing a mask because you know he just going around doing that much activity Maybe while wearing a mask. Maybe she's not wearing a mask to then realize the next day she wakes up fine. Yeah. Yeah, I it's think that, it's reflecting back on those experiences. I kind of, yeah, I kind yeah. of want to like, not traumatize her, but just like no mask, stick her in a nightclub. <laughs> yeah, just that's like, called don't... that's called flooding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that so yeah, that's yeah. the technique. That's flooding where you literally just expose somebody yeah. to everything. What yeah, was that yeah, program yeah. where someone's like, thing? is that a technique? It is, it is, oh, it is. A technique. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone's like scared of spiders <laughs> in a yeah, spider yeah, pit. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So you got graded exposure where you kind of break it down into little chunks and you kind of do it bit by bit and then flood. And he's like, no, there you have it, motherfucker. Straight in. Yeah. See how Face you don't all die. your fears. See how you yeah. don't die. There yeah. you go. That <laughs> is a psychedelic trip. Yeah, that is kind of what a, what that a trip is, what a is isn't it? it? Literally, but, it's the most fucking... But if you went in with a team who explained everything you were seeing. Mm. So the way the way it works when you go on a trip is like flooded, but then also you got a wingman going, but look at it for what it is. Yeah. See, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, you're about to feel it this way? No, look how it really is this way. Now, oh, so it's actually not that scary. Yeah, no, look, see, it's just this and this. Oh, and you see how you feel this way about that thing? Yeah, that's because of this here. You're like, really? You're like, yeah, watch this little link from this to this. Then you have that emotion. So now every time you feel that emotion, it's from this, but you don't know because there's this middle point in the way that you think it's from. And you're like, oh shit. So it's not from the middle point. You're like, no, it's from that root cause when you were eight. Like, oh motherfucker, I get it. And you're like, yeah, there you go. And so now you know the root cause. You're like, every time emotion breaks up, you're like, oh, it's not for that. It's yeah, for that yeah, thing for when I was here. Yeah. So now they're no longer angered by it. Mm. 
that's what that is pretty much it in the simplest fucking way you can possibly yeah. put it. Yeah, it does. It just strips everything back. It de it declutters everything. Um, so you kind of you do get that insight that you feel like when you're talking to a friend and they tell you about their problems, you just you're fucking Gandhi, aren't you? You yeah. you fix their problems yeah. like that because yeah. you have no emotional connection to their bullshit. Yeah. Whereas uh, your yeah, own, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, impossible yeah. to do because yeah. you've got so much baggage attached to it yeah. that you can't see the wood from the trees. You you you're just stuck there. And then yeah, you kind of just get this moment of like decluttering and then you're like oh yeah that, that's the that's the cause right there and you're like yeah. Oh, okay yeah i kind of oh, knew that but now really I'm, now not I'm that bad yeah, yeah. Oh. oh that's all it was mm-hmm. uh. i did feel like um that trip that i had was almost like it like a year of therapy condensed into yeah. an hour wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's like yeah. the third person i've taken through who's had big fucking really? change, like breakthrough yeah mm-hmm. i've had one of my friends has reconciled with his daughter like she no built a better relationship with his daughter because she was four little never really had a great connection now like sees her twice a week full on sits down just like cognitively connected to her whereas before it was just i'm the father now that she enjoys her as a human being single trip another person uh freaking uh danny danny came on realized that he needed to include one of his sisters more because he realized that she was different to him, his other sister, in terms of personality, and she might feel shunned and needs to make sure that doesn't happen anymore. And she needs to know she's loved. And that, what, he went back with that purpose that weekend and also realized that he had a list of girlfriend material that someone had to meet, which was an impossible list. Yeah, yeah, and he realized yeah. how stupid the list was. And now he's like just free to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, single trip. Wow. Huge. And I feel like I've not had one for a while because I've taken everyone else through them. Mm. even with yours yeah, I was yeah. like on a plane but not in so I, I dosed to be with him but not on my own okay yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you had something out of that last I one I got a nice yeah very nice good. moment out of it but I feel like I need that singularity mm. moment which is what you get when it's just about you whereas mine was a focus primarily on making sure you were okay and mm. get through, which is great I get great enjoyment from doing that love it like couldn't be more happy to do that I had a great time but now I need also my own Therapy mm. to be, to be there. Uh, maybe I need someone else to watch me through. I was going to say, maybe I can watch you yeah, through because you through did it. such a brilliant job of going through it with me. Because almost like when you're in this phase of like, because you're so disconnected from this. Like, right, okay. I didn't realize that the, I didn't realize I had a body. I was at one point oh, where he was I was at one, he was just a consciousness in the universe. Yeah. Wow. There was no, there was no, I didn't realize about Earth. I didn't realize about anything. There was, there was literally nothing. nothing. There was yeah. just like a, a tiny string of consciousness of all of the layers of everything, all the, all the clutter that I'd built up over, you know, just growing up was stripped away. I had, I had none of that. There was just this like thin strain of like consciousness and my root core. And that was all that was. And then as I started to come back, there was like more things and I was trying to fight to remember reality. You were literally piecing yourself back together. Yeah. I was putting myself back together. And I remember at one point I was looking at Lex but I didn't know if Lex was Lex or if Lex was me or if we were the same thing. <laughs> yeah. or, wow. or I didn't know well, who what anything was. Until you're there wow. It really it's very there. hard to explain. But you, you it really does. It just it just skims the the, the fat off. Mental and physical barriers or boundaries more like that we're given with this brain and this vessel. Hmm. This is our limiting factor and it frees the consciousness. But having somebody so Lex, when I was coming back was actually asking me some questions so all these things that i was exposed to 
you're still like you you're still aware you still like can hear i could hear you talking to me and you would ask me some questions and i'd be yeah. able to respond but like in lex asking the questions it was making me ask the question okay um which i suppose again self-analysis yeah, yeah self-analysis yeah. and but when you're in that slightly altered state where you are the friend giving yourself you know, advice. Yeah, it's yeah, a really yeah. unique position to be in that you can't, or I can't really picture any other f- way of doing that. You're you're advising yourself in a completely impartial and unbiased way. Wow. And uh, yeah, it was. You, but you need. I feel like you need somebody to to push you because if you don't have that external stimulus to guide you, you'll just go where you go, and that might be good. It might not be good. But somebody directly saying like. You know, what are you seeing? Yeah, How does that make I, you feel? Yeah, because I would react to what he did. So he had moments where he was just going, flesh and bone. Flesh <laughs> yeah. and bone. And I thought, fuck. <laughs> He's gone back to a previous life as a warrior. Yeah. And I had a moment where I was like... <laughs> Could I hold Lou down? <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck, he's pretty girthy. Right. But then I realized he was a consciousness and he was trying to remember him as flesh and bone. Mm. And wow. so, because he was like, I was like, what do you mean flesh and bone? He went, before. There was a before. Because he was part of the fucking universe. Like, he wow. was fully segregated, mm. gone from his body. He was gone. He was just a consciousness speaking to me through the ether. And then. And then I realized what he was saying. And I was like, tell me about the before. What do you remember? What do you know about the before? And then that made him start questioning himself and everything that made him him. And then as he started to piece himself back together, he saw these parts that didn't quite flow like the rest of them. Mm. Like people he was not letting in or what sticking points or how he felt about something or what made him, as he was putting himself back together, he saw what made him think of, oh shit, that's... That's what made me think that because that piece came from this part of my life. So he was piecing his life out together from past memories, but that was making him address those past memories that were coming to fruition. Mm. It was a really you should listen to, to yeah, listen to that episode because yeah, um, yeah. we go into a lot more detail with it. But it did, it yeah. just felt like um, it was just an extremely so unique healing. perspective, and it's that the the level of disassociation that. It can't help but make everything trivial. Like every okay, issue, yeah. it just it becomes trivial. Just everything, and it doesn't stay with you forever. Yeah, yeah like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That passes, but you get that. You get that perspective change that you'll not ever get. Do you know what I mean? It's somebody, somebody getting stressed out about a massive work project, and they're like, "That's the biggest deal in their life." And then they get a phone call saying that their parents have been in a serious accident. Yeah. Fucking work doesn't yeah, yeah, matter anymore. Absolutely. They've completely forgotten yeah, about yeah, that. Absolutely. So the thing yeah, that it's took this huge fucking thing to make them realise yeah. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it's like that, but just on a fucking on scale. On elemental level. Yeah, that, yeah, it's really hard to, to put into into context. So have you have you ever, can you say if you've ever tried any kind of psychedelics or anything like I've that? I've never tried any psychedelics. No, no, no. no. I've never done mushrooms, but that's mainly because I've looked into the fact that it's quite similar to DMT. But DMT for me is a much more controllable compound okay. in terms of you know how long it's going to last. It's got a very specific time frame before we oxidize it and break it down. Whereas mushrooms are like, hey, bro, you can be here for six or 10 hours. You don't know when it's going to start and you don't know when it's going to finish. And that's like, I'd like to experience that at one point, but it needs to be somewhere Super chill, super, super chill, really super beautiful, yeah, yeah, and yeah, just yeah. nothing else to do that day. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? My ex- it was, I was very young. I'm trying to think, I was probably around 14 when I had mushrooms, and they were nothing like DMT. 
They, yeah, they were... So but for, do you think that's also because of the environment in which you did them and the method in which you did them? I was chilled, and it kind of yeah. made me a bit anxious. And I saw things that weren't there, and it felt like I was seeing things that weren't there. They were they were hallucinations. I was yeah. seeing, like, boats and stuff like that. Um that were like sailing but they were in the air yeah so i was like and it felt weird it felt fake if that makes sense it felt mm. like i'm seeing shit that's not there whereas when it's exogenous yeah when when i had dmt especially the first time when it was through the vapor and it was purely visuals yeah it didn't feel like there was a layer being added onto reality it felt like there was a layer being peeled away from reality oh, and yeah. i'm seeing more yeah. opposed to seeing fake stuff it's really it's hard yeah. to explain, but the, the best feeling way you was described it was: it's like when you walk into a room, or you open a door, and you walk into a room that you've never been in before. There's loads of other people there, and they all look at you for a moment, but then realize you should be here. And yeah, then you just carry on. Yeah, yeah. It felt like a, <laughs> it was like a, a secret party that you've just yeah, yeah, yeah and then yeah, like yeah. the music stops for the music stops for a second, and everyone's like, and then you, you just kind of walk in and close the door behind you, and then the music starts playing, and everyone's just like, you've been accepted, and you're in, and you've just yeah. seen this thing okay. that nobody else knew. Do you so excited for the next one now? I want to do it straight away. <laughs> I'm so ready. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I definitely need a revamp. There's moments where you know, like you can't do this a lot. Like it's you do it once every six plus weeks. Like right, okay. you know when you're ready for the next one, or you, when you need one. Like it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, do it again next week. Yeah. Yeah. You can't because you're. You have to go through what you've experienced and you have to put that into practice. And that's the most important part is what you learn, you have to manifest in life. You have to, yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. put it into practice. Yeah. Like mm. it's, it's teaching you something that you've then got to put into your life. You can't just expect, oh, I've done this and now everything's going to yeah, change. Yeah. No, no, no. There has to be some kind of act that helps stimulate that change. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of those. But um, yeah, I think I'm definitely due on. I think that's probably what, what it is. It's about. It's mm. about six weeks or so since. Yeah, since so, we, I, I've I been tend to have these moments where I feel like, fuck, you know, there's a something needs realigning. Mm -hmm. so it feels like that, like like it's an alignment. I've been yeah. wanting to try it again because I know that I like I I did I got deep and I was gone, but there was mm. like it felt like there was so much more, and like I I definitely resolved like one thing that was kind of a. a a, a big issue for me. Well, not, maybe not fully issue, wasn't it? it was a big yeah, one. yeah, and it. it um, but that un removing that almost then revealed several other things that were maybe slightly deeper. And and I don't know. I just I, I did. I feel like there, there was more to go, and I felt like I I did limit myself by fighting. I think you said bit. that on your first time you do. Right, okay. Because imagine if so I a, a if, imagine if there, I took so. you as a seven year old kid yeah. and went fucking Disneyland. You'd be yeah. like, yeah, and you just run around headless chicken, fucking let's try everything, but you'd never get everything done. Then you go back again when you're twelve. You're like, right, there's a fucking plan here now. Right, we've seen that before. We know what that is. Okay, we didn't get to this last time, so we're definitely going to that. That's what it's a bit like. You're thrown into this place that's just like so overwhelming and so much like just like nothing you've ever encountered before. And you're thrown onto this landing pad where all mm. that hits you. Next time you get to the landing pad, you're like, okay, I've been here before. Yeah. I'm going to go to that bit. And, you, and, you, that, and slowly okay. with everyone, you edge your way in because you've had that experience. So that no longer consumes you. So you move to the next experience you haven't had yet. Mm. And, and you slowly be able to get deeper and deeper and further it's and further. It's like um, Terence McKenna, who talks a lot about DMT, and one of he, like he, his common joke is that the only danger of DMT is death by astonishment, because <laughs> um, it's just like it's so, so good. it's like so shocking. And he, and he said himself, and he's somebody who's like a big proponent of it and talks about it a lot. 
he said that he didn't take much away at all from his first few trips because he was just in fucking awe yeah, and wasn't wonderland. really able yeah. to learn that much because it was just like, how insane everything yeah. was and how but the fact that you can even access it is insane for this like you can't even fathom you're like how mm. how is that how is this how that like you you don't understand until you do it but then when you do you like the first thing people say when they come out is i understand now mm. first thing is i i say you understand i understand now yeah i understand yeah it is it's it's, it's very weird like you like not doing it because this was only a few weeks like a yeah, couple months ago maybe yeah, at most yeah, yeah. um you feel like like you've explained tons of stuff and I same as everything I do when I'm going to do something I'll do a plenty of my own research and look into it as much as possible hearing about loads of other people's stories good and bad um I wanted to get a full grasp on the range of emotions and the range of things that you might get it's all fucking useless when you actually like it, <laughs> nothing because because you. yeah. you're trying to interpret something through your limited through experience this physical boundary and and that's uh, yeah. completely separate it's so, so there's, there's a way you can feel in that field that you could never ever replicate in this body. Mm. Our our emotional perception is not great enough to repeat what you feel there mm. because the boundaries limit us too much. Okay. Now through deep meditation and yeah, all that yeah, kind of thing, yeah. expanding your mind, yes, you could probably get closer. But again, that takes years and years of practice. Whereas this just this basically kind of just fucking wild horses and opens the gate. Fast pass to it. Yeah, yeah, It's your fast boarding pass. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, 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 trying to say like, you know, you've got all these sensations, you know, you can taste, touch, smell, sound, all this. Just imagine, oh, oh, imagine a new one. Yeah. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't yeah, imagine yeah, yeah. Yeah. you've got taste, touch, and sense sorted. Yeah, cool. Try this. Try this shit. one. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. holy fuck, we're on level one of thirty-seven. <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, even food. In the when you're coming back and you're lucid, it's just like wow, really? it's just an insane. You taste fruit like it's never tasted before, <laughs> like it's the first time you've ever tasted it. Mm. It's just, yeah, there's so many. It's, it's just, it's unfathomable that we are trapped like this yeah. and yeah. that we don't have access to that. And I think there was definitely a point in our evolution where we had access to this, mm. it, and cataclysmic occurrence stopped it. It feels 100%, like I said, that, that everything that we can see and experience now is almost being throttled there's like a limit which is yeah. just our brain's uh -huh. ability to process everything it's it'd almost be too overwhelming or too hard for us to process yeah, yeah, that yeah, permanently yeah, yeah. and then you just get like a peep behind it it just like peels it back so for a limited amount of time you see everything because it it doesn't make sense how like you've got vision right and you can look at your hands you can see things and you can then see more like how how can you see more <laughs> yeah you can see this right that's everything yeah that that's not, no, everything. not everything there's more you can see in you can like, see more in depth you would be able to see in an individual eyelash on my face from where you're sat now your vision becomes 4k and it's like what the fuck <laughs> well saying 4k doesn't even do no, it 4K doesn't like... do justice because it's also this whole elemental feel to it on top of the like there's visual on top of the visual mm. eyes right, so you can see energy fields you can you can feel uh you can see emotion Wow. You feel music. Yeah. It's yeah. The, 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 we're so limited. It really it like it, it connects it's, the senses in a different way, doesn't it? And that's what I like about the DMT as well is, is is even people who've been through let's call them traumatic trips. Uh -huh. It's not like trauma you experience here on this plane. It's more of a you're shown what you're what you fear and then it's broken down to show you why you shouldn't fear it. So it's okay. it's not like when you see it, you're like, okay. ah, scared. Like a safe trauma almost. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, almost yeah. like, see this, yeah, you, and you go, now look at it closer. 
Now let's work out why you fear this. Here's why. Here's the reason. Here's your root cause. Oh, so it's actually nothing to do with that. No, it's because you saw a movie with a dragon in it at four years old that scared the piss out of you because it had this one moment in the movie where it screamed at the, loud at the TV as you were walking past it, knocked you over as a kid, and now you hate lizards or snakes. And you're like, what the fuck? You're like, yeah, what the fuck? And you're like, oh, shit, the next day you're holding a snake. You know, that's what it's like. It breaks wow. stuff down for you like that, but on every level. It, can, like, it goes inward. It can teach you that, like, I have no fear of death at all. Uh, at all. My only fear I have now is growing old. Mm. Like mm. a genuine fear, yeah, the yeah, lack yeah, of yeah, physicality. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. point of death now. Nah. I've been there. I've seen it. It's beautiful. Wow. Beautiful place to go. But not yet. <laughs> not yet. It told me definitely <laughs> it's not your place yet. Yeah. Not now. So it, it does those things as well. There's no fear of that, like wanting the death. It's like, no, this is not for you now. Yeah. You have, yeah. Like, it almost makes you, because when you get, get to these places and you're a consciousness, and you've the lack of this physical vessel, it's almost teaching you appreciate the physicality you have now. Mm, mm. Appreciate the tactile nature of you now. Yeah. Because yeah, this yeah. isn't forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next phase isn't like this. Yeah. So appreciate this because you'll miss it. That's I think that is almost going wow. back to like the, the presence. The presence like being present and being mindful and and yeah, it gives you like a weird perspective on things after where everything is way more beautiful because you're like fuck yeah. this is everything's amazing well, it tells you a story i had like after afterwards i had like a few days of that probably the only time i can really recall of contentment whereas i wow. always have this feeling of like having to pursue something um and push forward to do more and yeah for a few days i was just content it was the best yeah, cause I feeling ever going, i've just been happy for two days for- <laughs> no reason yeah, yeah, like yeah, I yeah, yeah to achieve yeah, yeah. something to feel yeah, 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 I think yeah. you said for the first time in your life yeah yeah you I think it was way. yeah I don't wow. think I, I've ever had to I've, so, I, don't, I don't think I've ever felt that way for no wow. reason at all yeah. surely shouldn't we all be blessed with that feeling mm. happy for no reason mm. isn't that what we were as kids yeah, 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 happy yeah. for no reason exactly happy yeah. for no reason yeah because there are no troubles weighing on us troubles that mm. we build up to be something they're not it's a poignant end yeah wow so Nah, when, I did want to point when out. When are you going to do drugs? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, if you want to come in, I'll shaman the fuck out of you. <laughs> you can tell your son no sex. <laughs> I definitely think we should get you back on on a question orientated podcast mm. where we mm. ask the viewers, Brilliant. like, what do you want to know? And we'll just basically go, hello, Matt. And you're like, hello, back. Question one. And yeah. then, boom, you yeah. come back with the clinical answers for the questions. They want to know what information yeah, they want. I think that'd be really, really, really useful. That's brilliant. Just to summarize the, the, the five Let's like, do off, yeah, pillars the five. of... Oh, yeah, the five ways to well-being. Yeah. The pillars, I like so, that. Yeah, so taking notice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, being connected. Mm-hmm. Um... So that was physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, physical activity. Yeah. Yeah. And doing things for others. Yeah. And what was the last one? I love the fact that we've drunk enough whiskey to make you forget (laughs) your profession. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so taking notice, always learning. Yeah. Uh, That was your fifth one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. So, So, yeah, it was taking notice, physical contact or communicational contact with another human being. Yeah. Always learning. Yeah. Physical activity. Yeah. And why is always one missing? Is this is this like doing a trick? Things, doing things for others. Doing, doing things for others. There yeah. we go. Well, so that is it. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. We definitely have. We have like thirty minutes to be able to get any food. <laughs> oh, we're just going to be 
sustenance withering free. away with yeah. whiskey we're, like, yeah, we're going to have a fire whiskey, more whiskey and probably naps outside <laughs> yeah. we're going to go sleep in the gazebo with the 1 million and 32 other fucking insects that are already in there <laughs> so I hope you've enjoyed this if you have let us know make sure to rate us on Spotify and iTunes leave us reviews where you can comments in the section below what questions you like answered would you like to see Matt on would you like to know more about what he does what do you want to know let us know and we will get this shit filmed and we'll get people in and we'll get it done yeah. you know he rides motorbikes too so we're definitely doing that in the future yeah, fist yeah. bump bike life yes <laughs> get your theory booked I will get your theory booked <laughs> and everybody else leave what was bad in the week that's just gone bring forward the good and have a great fucking week we'll catch you next episode toodle pip toodle pip <laughs> thanks Matt no thank you thank you